Welcome to the Geeks Amok Podcast, where we dedicate our useless time to bring you juicy bits of geekdom to your unwanting ear holes. Featuring your hosts, Frank, Rob, and Leroy. Relax your sphincters and gird your labias. It's time for the Geeks Amok Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Geeks Amok podcast for May 3rd, Saturday. Woo! That is when we are recording this amazing podcast for your ear pussies. Should have waited seven more minutes, and it could have been May the 4th. As in what, Leroy? (laughs) Start over again. Star Wars? Start over again. (laughs) Start over again. Welcome, everybody, to the Geeks Amok podcast for guess what day it is? Sunday, May the 4th. Star Wars Day, bitches! May the 4th be with you. And, well, uh, the Revenge of the 5th. That's not till later. Well, I know, but still, it's I like that whole thing. That's only really if you have tacos or hot wings today. What if you had both? (laughs) (laughs) Then you're truly sifted. Did you catch that? Oh, I saw what you did there. Yeah, yeah, you saw what I did there. Anyways, uh, today uh, our host is obviously myself, Frank. I'm joined by... Rob. And... Leroy. But we have a very special guest in the studios today, our great friend of the show, Mr. Joe Clatch. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you today, sir? I'm excellent. I am so glad that you can fucking join us today. I'm half excited. Half excited. (laughs) Because okay, I said I'm, when I was going to be here, I was going to put my balls on your nose, but I haven't done that yet. <laughs> the show's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> I will go upstairs. I don't want to <laughs> Better give us time. Well, whose eyes am I going to stare at if you go away? Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look in my eyes. Look into my eyes. <laughs> oh, dude, that was perfect. That was very good. Um, well, to, uh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, do, do you know, wait, Rob, what time is it? And now, for today's completely ridiculous fact that is utterly untrue. Awesome! Awesome! Awesome, 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 And this week, <laughs> it comes from our great friend of the show, Joe. Joe, what did you have in mind as opposed to our completely untrue fact. Or, oh, I fucked it up again! Completely <laughs> ridiculous fact that is utterly untrue. Thank you. I I can never say it. You've heard the show before, Joe. Yep. I, I, I can never say it. Just record properly. it once and play it back when you need I to don't say know it. If I like it all that much. But anyway, so what is. I'm, I'm dying to hear this because you said that this was going to be an amazing one. What do you got? Well, I was reading a book the other day, believe it or not. And the only way I can tell this fact is to tell the tale of woe that I heard it from. Oh, I'm excited. Go ahead. <laughs> One uh, peaceful night in the desert, a pink Cadillac convertible was careening down the road with Skrillex at the steering wheel. Oh, this is not going where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Holy shit. I thought we were going to totally dive into Benicio Del Toro and Johnny Depp in a pink Cadillac. Well, you haven't let me finish, have you? Okay, sorry. You go just ahead. ruined it. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Careening down the road, dreads flying, 
music blasting, and this time, this was in the early 90s, he's listening to house music. Ooh. House music. <laughs> Okay. Careening down the road, he sees this glow on the side of the road. He pulls over to see what it is and investigate. And there's this weird pulsating coming from it. <laughs> like a heartbeat. <laughs> As he gets close, he finds out that it's a cube half buried in the dirt. He pulls the, some of the dirt away from the cube and he realizes it's the Allspark. Of all things, oh, it's the shit. Allspark. When he picks up oh, the cube, dude. the Allspark speaks to him in his mind. Does it say... If anything happens, push the cube into my chest. No, even better. I have a message for you. My essence is to be brought to the rest of humanity to give them hope. And in that essence, he created dubstep. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Good job, man. Good job, dude. That's good. That's badass. I love dubstep. I honestly do. That's why your mind's going to explode every time you hear it. The all spark is charging you. Yeah, maybe that's because um, I don't have very many brain cells left, so it's probably killing them off. Every time I hear that, that's that's the shit I like, that high, high bass, and then drop it down. You probably have more brain cells left if you use the real email client. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you know, they're busting my ass. My nuts and my taint, because I have an SBC Global email address. Now I'm sure that for those of you hip people who don't know, SBC Global is from 20 years ago, (laughs) and AOL is not, or Hotmail is not. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things out there that these people have. I remember the first time. Yeah, they still have 45s, but nobody listens to them anymore. Right? Oh, good day, sir. I said good day. No, no, wrong accent. Ye old Mary email. That's what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've actually yeah. got like tombstones back over there with, with hammers and chisels. So, yeah. <laughs> so I could send it via, via horseback across country, right? Pony Express. Pony Express, exactly. Thank you. So, anyway, you were saying on your old ass email client. Oh, just on my old ass email client, they're just banging me because I, yeah, they're banging me. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no, no, not so much. No, maybe later. <laughs> oh, what you guys don't know when the podcast turns off for the night, <laughs> we start playing some Eddie Money and start blowing the lines of dough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to TV and movies. This week, or this weekend, I should say, the premiere of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Womp, womp, womp. I, you know, hey, it's doing strong for $90 million opening weekend. That's pretty damn good. It's doing strong for a movie. It's because it's a Spider-Man movie, but I don't like the Ultimate Spider-Man storyline. And I'm sure it'll be good. I'll watch it. You know, I like Spider-Man. I always have. I just never really enjoyed the ultimate Spider-Man storyline, and that's the storyline they inspired these movies from. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of exer- I'm I'm kind of excited to see Rhino. I'm, I'm excited for the Sinister Six movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they say that there is a spoiler, not a spoiler, but an attachment, a trailer. Yes, there on is the end of that. Yep. Yes. I've already seen that, and I'm very excited for the Sinister Six movie. They're not really focusing a whole lot on Rhino so much as they're focusing on Electric. Rhino's gonna a character they're going to build on in subsequent movies. Yeah. 
Which, I don't know how I feel about Jamie Foxx as that character I know. either because I well, feel like I'm watching Ray Charles or Ali being electrocuted <laughs> half the time. Jamie right. again, oh, Jamie again from his other electro. movies. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, it's the ultimate electro, and he looks a little weird. He's the guy that like tries to do every role and really just needs to not. Yeah, but you know what? He works at just almost every role, though. I guess I really like Jamie Foxx. He's a uh, he's one of those <laughs> actors that's very universal. That Jimmy can pick Fox up is from a good Django actor. and go to Electro. Yeah, yeah, but it, you know, drama to yeah, drama to action. I don't action, think yeah. he's superhero material actor. Uh, he doesn't have the goofiness that goes with superheroes. The Django to, had a, no, significant writing behind it too. Yeah, well, of that course, with that did. character. Yeah, this I mean, is if, if if you guys out there haven't seen Django Unchained, which is a Quentin Tarantino Robert Rodriguez film, please go and see that movie because it's it's fucking phenomenal. And if you haven't seen any Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez movies, get out from under a rock and go watch the rest of them. <laughs> oh yeah, Grindhouse. You gotta, you gotta That's watch good. Grindhouse. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Jack, uh, Jackie Brown. All those movies. They're fucking. Amazing. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Volume one and two. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Kill Bill. I love Kill Bill too. It's uh, it's actually on Netflix now. I think. I think they just released Kill Bill Volume I have One the and Two. Well, that's fine. I don't, I don't <laughs> yet, Speaking so. of Kill Bill, I watched that on regular cable the other day. Oh, so I can't oh, do it. Dude, they changed the pussy wagon to the <laughs> yeah. party wagon. Yeah. The party wagon? Yes. I mean, guys. <laughs> what is that? I no. won't do that. Just I don't will put not it on regular cable. Nope. <laughs> we will not be going there. No. Well, speaking of uh, superhero news, though, superhero movies, next, uh, Zack Snyder has just been locked up for the Justice League. Womp, womp, womp. I'm excited to I'm see excited how this is going to go. Yeah, because you know that they're going to tie the Justice League in with the new Batman Superman yes. movie because Wonder Woman's going to be in it. Yeah, and Cyborg and all the rest of Justice League, but I'm still kind of womp, womp, womp. Cyborg's not going to be in the Batman movie. How right, could he be right womp, now? womp, womp when his Batman's in it? He's going to oh, have okay. his own movie. First of all, it's Batfleck, Maybe. not Batman. We don't know that yet. Let's give some credit. To I will. The guy. I will. I will wait until I see Batman Superman to give my judgment on Batfleck. But as of right now, <laughs> I it's like Batfleck. Batfleck and Batman. I, I kind of like the idea too. I honestly do. And, and apparently, you know, I do Kevin like Zack Snyder. Kevin Smith has said that he's seen Ben Affleck in the Batman costume, and it's better than anything. You can put anybody in a costume, and then yes, but you don't understand. Kevin Smith is like. The Batman authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's anything Batman, you go to him. He knows it. And Almost. He's, he's just about. Somebody stumped him with a question. Not too yeah, long they ago. did. I think it was a video game question, though. I think it was who was the last. Because I was listening to Hollywood Babylon. Oh, I know what that. you're talking about. Yeah, they yep. asked him. They tried to stump him for prizes, and one of the questions was something to the effect of, "Who was the very last villain? Who was the surprise villain in Batman: Arkham City?" As in the last one you fight or the last one you see? The last one you actually fight. And it's Clayface. Well, technically, I guess, uh, that's an iffy question. It it would have to be worded differently. Because technically the last villain you fight is the Joker. That's the final no, battle. No, no, of the no! Game. I thought the Joker was first, then Solomon Grundy, and then Clayface. Joker is the final battle of the game because something happens with the Joker. And I'm sorry if you guys hear me sniffing all the time. My, for some ungodly known reason, just all of a sudden my sinus is clogged up, so I'm like, <laughs> yes, yeah, some some weird unknown reason. Yeah. Frank unrolled that fifty dollar bill. 
<laughs> I wish it was. A <laughs> um, no, the 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 Joker because something happens to the Joker in the final battle. So that's yeah, technically spoilers, the he dies. Yeah, well, it's still residual but, from but, Arkham Asylum. Still yeah, residual from technically the he's the last villain yeah. you fight. But as part of the final fight, yes, you do fight Clayface. Okay. But anyways, I'm so, excited to see Justice League. Um, I always love the Justice League cartoons, even the old-timey... I like the Justice League cartoons, but I also like Tim Daly as Superman and Kevin Conroy as Batman. Yeah, I love Kevin Conroy as Batman, too. Kevin yeah. Conroy was the first Batman voice to create two oh, voices voice for Batman. Yeah. He was the first one yeah, to create two right. voices. And everyone since that, including Christian Bale, has copied that because they've given <laughs> Batman <laughs> two voices. <laughs> okay, he was the first one to create a separate voice for Bruce Wayne and Batman. So let me guess, when you push on this little red button here, you, you orgasm? Is that what happens? No, no, don't bring Pete Holmes into this. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? If you guys haven't seen... We're just doing a whole bunch of fucking plugs today. I think it's awesome. Go to collegehumor.com and go to Batman. Yes. That is some of the funniest shit I've Batman. ever seen in my entire life. It is pretty and In funny. fact, I think I'm going to watch that when I get home tonight because... <laughs> The clown, the the uh, the whole Dark Knight version of that when he was in the interrogation chamber with Joker, oh, yeah. but it was just a clown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, who are you? I don't know what's happening here. They just hired me for a party. <laughs> yeah, it was that really was good. good. That was classic. Uh, but you know, I, I'm we'll interested only because I really like Zack Snyder. Watchmen's probably one of my top ten movies. I do like Watchmen a lot. Uh, I want to see how they do Watchmen Wonder Woman. I think Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. However you want to pronounce it. Way too much story, man. Yeah, um, I'm. I yeah. She's going to be hot in the Wonder Woman outfit. I think she's. Gonna I do disagree. Good, though. Well, I, you, but you don't have much to compare her to Linda Carter. It doesn't matter how other... you have much to compare it to. There's sure certain, it does. There's certain standards that are you set can... for Wonder Woman already. No, there, well, there is comic book related. Now, see here, this is something where I think we greatly differ, okay? And I'm going to explain my part on this, okay? You've got so many different superheroes that have been cast by so many different people over the years. There is an expectation for these people to not only look but act like those superheroes that they've seen before. Mm-hmm. Admit it. Let's say. Well, if you're taking a storyline from the comics, that is a reasonable but that's a expectation. Story because they're not going with the comics. Though. Yes, so they are. You can't base that on that. The Justice League is a comic. Yeah, I know it is a comic, but it's based off the comic. They're not taking the stories directly from the comic. But if you're taking it based off of the comics, that means they're based off of the characters and they're supposed to act a certain way the way they are in the comic. All right, let's be straight and real. Okay, she just yeah, doesn't have. Yeah. She just doesn't have the right frame for this position. I agree. But they're bulking her up, though. Like, she's working out constantly. Okay. Okay. We'll try to get that buff look. Yeah, but it's not yeah, just that. That's not, I mean, that's not what we're okay. talking Wonder about. Wonder Woman is an Wonder Amazon, Wonder right? right? I mean, yeah. that's a significant size. So, so first of all, we've got height. Well, they first can change yeah. that. Let's go. Let's not even go there. Yeah, because the height thing. Is sec- second yeah. of all, we'll yeah, go with no. bust line. No, they can work on that too. And third of all, <laughs> we'll go with hips. Yeah, Wonder Woman too. Not with her. Not with her. She's she's tiny. She's very hot, but she's tiny. She is completely hot. This thing is uselessly rare. <laughs> You're useless. I think the problem is between the beer bottle and the chair. It's a pet cake <laughs> <laughs> Wow. 
Less than a second. This is the same thing I tell the people after I hang up on the phone. User error. It's a pet kick here. I've had a couple beers in me, so I'm trying to get a pop or a top off of a beer, and it's uh, it wasn't working. So Leroy had to help me out. I, I had my senior moment. User I felt like error. I was eight years old. Right there. So, anyways, moving on. We'll see how the Justice League movie is going to be. Any final thoughts before we move on from that? Because I'm excited to see what the route is going to take with it. Got to go open-minded. Uh, you've got to go into it open-minded. Uh, you got to go don't, see if everything. You're, if you're going into it looking to see the comic book that you read when you were a kid, not going you're to not going to. It's not going to happen. I'm going None to a comic book are. movie to see a comic book <laughs> movie about the comic, comic books book. I read. Based but it's only it's not see based on that is such a loose terminology. It's so already got to have go a challenge because you have. So many people that are committed to Marvel. At this see, point, see, people don't here's, here's exactly, the problem for you. We're going to get into the based on argument at a later date. <laughs> yes. That's because right. as soon as you bring up the based on argument, I'm going to pull up the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. That's, that's all you. <laughs> right. But, and, then, and then we'll talk about the difference between based on and what's actually supposed to happen. Okay, well, that's fine. And, and we'll, we'll go that route. That's totally fine. But when you talk about, you know, people reading the comic books and not used to change, they want to see something that they've read, that's perfectly fine and all, but look how many times, how many different stories have spawned I don't from think different it's even comic books. So much that they're not all okay with change. Yeah, and... especially with okay. Marvel. Marvel is the one Taking franchise off. that has branched off completely in so many different directions that if you're not a fan of the genre or the comic, Taking, if you pick up taking this one off episode, the you're going to be lost. Non-comic story explanation and going with just the based off, okay? Let's take a look at DC's history here. Okay. I got two words for you that shuts down your entire argument. Okay. Green Lantern. How does that shut it down? That was a terrible, terrible movie. I don't agree with you. I think that it was, was cool the movie. worst movie they have it was ever the suit come out that with. Made that movie look bad. I, yeah. I it wasn't even the suit. It was the story. The it was the way they handled everything. It was terrible. I've read Green Lantern comics. I was a, I was a halfway decent fan, I guess you could say. I wasn't invested in it emotionally. So really? Do you know what I'm... happened to Hal Jordan? Doesn't he die? No. Well. Eventually. Not really. But yeah. Not okay. Really. But see, I'm not I'm not that well invested <laughs> in it. I went into that movie with a brief knowledge and history of Green Lantern, which, let's face it. At least 30% of the people that are going to see this movie have that same effect. They either know of or heard the name. It's just a terrible Lantern, story even without that. It was it, a terrible movie because the writing was terrible, the I suit was terrible. So. I thought it was actually really cool. I, I enjoyed that movie. But I went to it open-minded and not having a huge expectation. Right. I went to it open-minded, too, because I'm not a huge fan of the Green Lantern. Well, let's just I know, say I know the basics, and I know what happens to Hal Jordan. Well, I mean, which is fine. It, you know what? That's the same way of going into Green Hornet. You know, I went into there with extremely low expectations because the only reason that I knew of the Green Hornet was because he was affiliated with Batman in 66. The only reason I went to go see the Green Hornet is because Seth Rogen was in it. I love Seth Rogen. I do, too. And our friend Joe looks exactly like Seth Rogen. <laughs> yes. I wonder I if he yes, looks I that mean, way. He does. From <laughs> <laughs> if I could just master the laugh, I'd have him lined up. <laughs> How does it go? <laughs> oh, I got a sonar, too. That's <laughs> you got to hang around with James Franco a lot. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's move on because we can get in a tangent with this all and all together. Um, our next uh, bit of tidbit news. Sci-Fi is developing a Pax Romana series? 
Did I pronounce that right? Romana yeah. miniseries. Uh, the Magicians. Now, I'm no, not no, very No, that's young. actually two and separate things. Yeah, two Pax Romana. Oh, and the Magicians. Pax Romana is a one book series, and the Magicians is another book series. Okay, I don't, I'm not familiar with this. I just figured that we'd bring it up. I'm not real familiar bit. with either one of them. If they do make them, I'll watch them <clears> just because it would be interesting to see, but I. Well, Pax Romana is like that special forces. That yeah, and in the time. Magicians is like adult yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's kind of worth a look then. We'll see. It'll how be that, interesting. Uh, how that? Uh, I don't have a lot of faith fares. in sci-fi these days. Well, the only, the only yeah, reason I'm like interested yeah. in the musicians is because it's the writers from Warehouse 13, and I love Warehouse yeah. 13. Ever since they nicked Stargate Universe, I can't forgive them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One show. <laughs> wow, there's others, but there, the yeah, there, there, there's a lot of others when it comes to that. <laughs> Well, let's. Yeah, you guys are all into that. I never got into the Torchwood and oh, Warehouse. That's 13 the name of the movie. Cut the show I used to watch. That's you didn't even know. Yeah, didn't yeah, really impact you. Uh, need to get into no, Torchwood no. because you don't know where Torchwood started from. Torchwood didn't didn't it start from Doctor Who? Yes. Kind of. Yeah, it was like a spinoff. 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 Yes. Well, I was never a huge Doctor Who fan, so I mean, I know I'm actually so a bigger speaking fan of non-Doctor Who fans. <laughs> well, I'm actually a bigger fan of Doctor Who from when it started back in John Pertwee days. Yes. Even though he was what the third Doctor or something like that. Yes. Um, I like still, those episodes more than I do the current ones. And I haven't watched enough of the current ones. Uh, but if I'm going to watch one of them and it's not going to intrigue me, then why am I going to watch another one? Because the Doctor has a circle. You start off hating the Doctor, then he's kind of okay, then you wonder how you could get by without him, then you're really sad when he regenerates, and you start at the top of the circle again. When is he going to regenerate into a female Doctor? Leary. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I don't know. If why is it possible? It's it's possible, but I don't know if they'll ever do that. Do it that way. Mm-mm. I'm waiting well. for him to regenerate to a ginger. Yeah, because they've got no soul. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they've they've got. But no speaking soul. of Doctor Who, for you Doctor Who fans out there, Matt Smith has joined the Terminator movie reboot, joining cast members Amelia Clark. Who is Daenerys Targaryen, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, um, and also Jason Clark from Zero Dark Thirty, which I haven't seen and probably could care less about. I can't see her as a good brunette movie. now. <laughs> yeah, I can't see her. <laughs> I, I saw the trailers for it and I was like, eh. wasn't really big care. on her, but the movie in general was pretty good. Was it? Hmm. But uh, we don't know what character he's going to play yet. Just a character with strong connection to John Connor. Is he going to have that crazy hair? <laughs> um, is he going to break into a veterinarian I clinic? I don't know. And, uh, there, he actually ended up cutting... Tie him out. Well, towards the end of his run as Doctor Who, he actually cut his hair off. And he wore a wig for the last uh, like. I was uh, jokingly going to say a wig, but it's true, and that's creepy. Yeah. Um, so, it might be for this role that he cut his hair off. So, maybe no. Hmm. <laughs> Unless he's going to be a Terminator. He kind of reminds me from the... He could be a T-1000. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is coming back as the T-88. Or the liquid one. Yeah, the T-1000. Yeah, sorry. Or T-800 or something. T-888. He reminds me of the guy from uh, Back to the Future. The father. The younger father. Yeah? Yeah, kind of. For some reason, the face, something about him. I'm still trying to... The hair. The the flip in the hair does it. I can see that. Picture who? Um, The guy I just saw a picture of. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a picture of him, but I didn't realize it. It's it's uh, apparently called Terminator Genesis, I've and it's a, a reboot of the franchise. Ago, okay. uh, Schwarzenegger is going to be in it, playing an older Terminator. So yeah, come with me if you want to change my diaper. Arnold's in the studio right now. Wow! Wow! Gotta do the job, I'm a clown, so you can give me my insure because I'm 80 years old. And I can't protect you anymore, John Connor. Billy! No, my name's John Connor. Billy! I'm sorry, I can't hear you. No, 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 you got it. John Connor sounds like this. Billy. John Connor sounds like this. If you can hear this, you are the resistance. Where is he? Wait a minute, wrong movie. Where is it? So, interesting news for Doctor Who fans. Um, I'm excited about the new Terminator movie. I've always liked them. Even three, I liked. Three, I think, was one of the best ones. I, I like three bad. a lot. Now, I, I love. had me entertained from the day before. Terminator 2 didn't? No, not as much as Terminator 3. I did. loved the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the TV show. Yes. There was a spinoff that they took after 2. I wish they would have yeah. yes. finished that show. It was so good. Yes. Well, they there just was disappointing like moments in it, but then they redeemed themselves yeah. at the very last episode. <laughs> but they should have done like another two hour movie. Yeah, the they needed one more one more bit to finish it, but any show they can, oh, so they well. should tie it up. Well, <laughs> yeah, make a, for the fans that actually watch. I'd like them. to tie her up, <laughs> Lena Haiti. Oh. Tie who? <laughs> <laughs> the, the chick from Sarah yes, Chronicles. I got it. Sarah Chronicles. Speaking of canceled shows, <laughs> oh, uh, this one have, sucks, dude. Yes, Fox oh, cancels but, almost human. No. I don't know, because Fox cancels good sci-fi shows. They canceled Firefly. Dude, I love Carl Urban. It doesn't have as amount of viewers as American Idol or something. It's ridiculous. God. I'm so upset about this. Just when it started getting good. Yeah, it was just starting to find its own to get really good, and I wanted to see how it, like, ended and everything. And I love Michael Ely, too. He is awesome. Yeah, he does a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a gentleness about him when but he. But that's acts, the whole point too. of the robot. And I like yeah. I like yeah, Carl yeah. Urban. Too. Anything he's oh, Urban. That guy I is like a badass, man. I even like Doom. The oh movie hell yeah! I watched in? it the yeah. other day. Was, I, I gotta watch it again. That was that's also good. got it the rock too. Where the rock was a demon. <laughs> oh, and you smell the rock is cooking. Yeah, look at you do the air. You do the eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. They had the BFG. Yeah. Spoilers, big fucking gun. <laughs> Gee, I wonder <laughs> what that means. Well, going from canceling, which is all sad, to reboots, uh, which is also sad. Beverly Hills Cop uh, with Eddie Murphy for spring of 2016. You know, when they went to the fucking amusement park in Beverly Hills Cop 3, that ruined it for me. I was done at that point. I mean, the movie uh, itself oh, wasn't was all that a good. Reboot. I thought this was a reboot. Mm. It's not a reboot. No. It's a fourth mm. movie. Yeah, he's going to reprise oh, his role. It's a fourth no, movie. It, no, it, it is a reboot. It's no, not, it's not a, reboot. a reboot. I thought it was a nope, reboot. Nope, it's no. the fourth movie in the franchise. He's yeah. going to be retaking his Axel Foley character. <laughs> so this is uh, Lethal Weapon 4? <laughs> no, uh, no it would be five because well, there was a Lethal no. Weapon 4. Yeah, no, what I'm saying was this is going to be like the Lethal Weapon Four, where they're older. Well, right. They're Hell older. Yeah. And Sorry, Jet, Jet Li. Li kicked ass, man. 
He always does. Yeah. You know, the only thing different about Eddie Murphy then and now is he doesn't have a fro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, right. he really hasn't aged a whole lot. No, no. He, he really hasn't. His his comedy style and his I think acting style are the same. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because isn't he like a like a secluded monk when he's not working or some shit? I don't know about secluded monk, but he's he's, he's been more family friendly recently. He does have weird habits, but apparently he doesn't have any TVs in his house. Probably completely antisocial. The opposite yeah, of what he is. Right. I mean, look he's at, not look, in the, look the way he's been. Much. You know, I mean, he's been the focus of so much stuff. You know, in his early years, and probably just he just wants to enjoy the peace and quiet. Yeah, well, that's probably... God knows he's got enough fucking money to do it. Speaking of continuing the series... Sharknado 3! Kind of should have stopped after the first one. (laughs) But the first one is so bad, it was good. Damn you, Sharknado! (laughs) Why? Why? I don't know. Because people are watching it, that's why. Yes, yes, that's right. I'd rather have a nun stab me in the throat than than watch even the (laughs) first one again. Yeah, we're. I'm. You guys can talk about that all you want. I have not seen Sharknado. I've not seen Sharktopus, and I'm not going to see these fucking movies. You got to watch Shark vs. Mecha Shark. No, I'm not even going to watch that. I cannot watch B movies. This is why I don't watch the Sci-Fi Channel. I know. That's why I don't either. See, I like watching B movies because a lot of them are just funny to watch. This is like (laughs) that's a Z low grade C movie. If Bruce Campbell isn't in it, it doesn't count. Yeah, yes. Yes, Bird Notice. What a good okay. show that was. I, I have to ask Joe, have you seen My Name is Bruce? Yes, I have. Do you like it? Oh, I yes, I have. Watched yes, that. I do. I you know it. they're making a second one? That's fine. What's that about? I You're talking to the guy who it's... took a, a, an actual chainsaw to Bruce Campbell and had him sign it. <laughs> yeah, he's um, got it. We went to the Comic Con. He signed smuggled that shit into Comic Con. The premise for yeah. My Name is Bruce <laughs> is this small town in the middle of nowhere. Thinks that Bruce Campbell is um, Ash. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. This this <laughs> town actually thinks he's, he's Ash, Ash, and they bring him Dead. there to fight a demon samurai. Sweet. And throughout the entire movie, they show clips from his other movies. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All of his other movies. Really? It's great. I love it. Because I've isn't it on Netflix? I think I've seen it on yeah. there. Yes. It's and, hilarious. And I, and I kind of bypassed it. It's, it's, no, it's, it's hilarious. Like it's hilarious. It's he totally plays him making himself. fun of himself. He's playing himself. Yeah, oh, I'm fucking watching awesome. that as soon as yes. I get home. And it's dude. a small town that thinks that he's Ash, and they summon him there. They bring him there on the pretense of like some signing thing, yeah. I think is what when it was. When we were there to and we fight met him. a demon yes. samurai. When we were there, I mentioned it to him, and that's I the reason he that. gave me a new phrase. He wouldn't write what I asked him to write. He said, because you asked me that question, I'm giving you a new hash phrase. And he put oh, it on yeah. What Comic-Con was that? Joe and I went to a Comic-Con probably, what, four years ago? Three or four years ago, yeah. And we met, yeah, we met... Uh, the guy's awesome. Bruce, he, the guy's he awesome. Is, I love and all we walked the work out he's done. Yeah, and we, we actually were next to him like uh-huh. three times. Yeah. And didn't even know it. He pushed Stalkers. us out of the, his, yeah. No, 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 no. We're standing in line. Uh, we were going to get Patrick Stewart. Standing in line. Yep. We were getting Patrick Stewart. No, 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 no. No, we were in oh. line to wait for Bruce Campbell because he wasn't at his desk yet. Yeah. He wasn't at the table yet. He cut so through our line. He cut through our line. He right pushed both of us aside to get by. He was like, excuse me, brother, I gotta get by here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy cow. It's him. It's him. <laughs> and he looked so good. He had this white tuxedo. Yep. White shoes. Like, white, he, like Chevy Chase from vacation. Does. It was awesome. He yes. always <laughs> looks good. He and always he, looks good. And he's good to his fans, too. He is great. And this is what I was he just stayed really late. Yes, 
He was the only celebrity that stayed in line until every single person right. got their thing signed. And he's always Granted, like he that. Was, he was like, okay, let's get this moving, guys. i got to get going. Yeah. But I want to make sure that I get everybody that's actually in line. There no. were people that they didn't get, they weren't able to you get tickets, and they still took them. <laughs> yep. He was sitting there. He's like, every single person in this line is going to get an autograph, even the people at the very end that yep. waited. Which was us. Which was us, basically. <laughs> but yep. we, had, we had autograph tickets, though. We bought yeah. those. Yeah. But there were people that came up after us where they couldn't get autograph tickets. And yep. he was like, I don't care. I'll still get them. They're paying. Okay, yep. never mind. I take that coming back. <laughs> so, he, dude, he was really, really cool. I, my heart goes out to, to Bruce he's, Campbell because he, he was such a, a great person. He's a straight-up guy. Just yeah. I mean, and we could, understood, we could understand, too, that, yes, you don't have time to sit here and chat with us like some other celebrities that we've come across. Yeah. Um, I mean, even, uh, rest his soul, Richard LeParmenteur, who played... Um, Admiral Mahdi in A New yeah. Hope, where he yep. got choked, right? Yep. We, uh, uh, Leroy, I think you were with me when we got Yes. Him. I find you. Yeah. And he was there at the same Comic Con when we did that one, too. Yes, he was. Yeah, he, yes. that was his second appearance. So we, I was able to get his autograph. Thank God I did. I'm you know, not saying that in a bad way, but. Yeah. Um, I, I was real sad when he passed away because he was such a cool person. He was sitting there talking to us for like 15, 20 minutes. He, we couldn't, you know, it's yep. not like we didn't want to end the conversation with him. It's just that he was so cool enough to actually sit there and talk with us. It's nice to go there and meet somebody like that and yeah. realize they're real people. Like when oh, you yes. were getting Patrick Stewart, I was leaning up against Christopher Lloyd's table waiting for you. Yes, you were. That's while right. you were having an orgasm in line. Jism <laughs> <laughs> was flying. I swear and to he, God, it hit Patrick Stewart's ear. I remember he tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, you mind if I set up my table? And I look back and I'm like, holy cow, you're Christopher Lloyd. Please go ahead. Yep. And the only reason why I didn't get his autographs because I didn't have enough money that year. That year. I was I, I spent my last on Patrick Stewart. But I remember that because yeah. you were in line for a while and I sat there and talked to him the whole time. Yep. And then yeah, later did. that day we went and he was sitting in DeLorean taking pictures. Yes. And he waved at me and goes, Hey Joe, what's up? And I'm like, Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, you know who else did that? Um there's two other people that really did that too, and I'll just mention them real quick and we'll go on. Um Bonnie Peasy who played Aunt Baru in the new trilogy. Oh yeah, she was episode cool. one, she two, was and three. Cool. She was absolutely amazing. Yeah. We talked with her for quite some time, and I and I got her. I didn't have a figure of her because they never made one until the Clone Wars line, so I wasn't able to get a figure right away for her to sign. So I had to go to Amazon like the day before yep. we left. Fucking ordered it with fast ass shipping to try to get it there so she could sign it. Because <laughs> if I'm going to get an autograph, usually I'm going to get it on something that they're affiliated with, especially Star mm-hmm. Wars figures. I've got to get them signing their own figure. I've got shit tons of them. Yep. Um, the other person was Ashley Eckstein, who yep. does the voice of Ahsoka Tano for uh, for the Clone Wars. Fucking amazing! There was nobody around her. She had her own booth set up. It was her universe, yeah. heruniverse.com. She's got a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Star Wars apparel for ladies and stuff. It's really cool, and actually. It is really cool. She's got some great stuff. I suggest you guys go there and check it out. If you haven't already, I'm sure you Quit have. plugging people. Damn. No, no, I should, man. We should send an email to these people and be like, uh, we're plugging your shit. Let's get some money. But anyways, no, there was nobody around her. Always plugging other people. <laughs> there was nobody else around her, and I went up to her, and I actually bought the Ahsoka Tano figure at the con because I couldn't get one in time then. Because coming from a collector's standpoint, sometimes you can't collect everything, and I stopped at the Black Series after the blue carded saga figures of 2009 and whatnot, um, I had to stop because there were so many repackages and so many just package changes and repacks of same figure. I'm not going to spend an extra 
$7 on top of what I spent on these other figures because prices of figures have gone up so much. For the same freaking figure, I'm just not going to do it anymore. That's it. Um, so I had no Clone Wars figures, so I had to buy them. And I was lucky enough to get the one from the Clone Wars movie that they did with the little uh, the Jabba, Jabba's nephew in her backpack from the oh, movie, yeah, which you can't find very much anymore. So, but anyways, those are real. Those are some awesome celebrities to talk to. I mean, I can go on and on, even yes, about. You can. Uh, oh, shut your mouth! <laughs> um, like I mentioned last week, the Battlestar Galactica people—they were yeah. awesome to talk to. The only one that shushed me, not shushed me, but like moved the line along, was Trisha Helfer, because there was like 150, 200 people behind me. Yeah, so well, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, it makes sense, and I'm totally down for that too. A lot of people when they're at cons. When they go to get autographs from people, they're pissed because these people won't get together with them on a personal level. They won't talk to them personally. They won't say, hey, how's it going? You know, hey, thanks for liking my stuff. Some of them are big enough stars to where, you know what, hey, you've got 200 people behind you. They don't have time to sit there and actually physically talk with you. Yeah. You have to understand that. Yeah, there's, there has been a couple people like that. They're not and, robots. They're no, pieces. exactly. And I totally understand that. Totally understand that. You know, you mentioned Patrick Stewart, and it's kind of funny because he was in the news this week. Um, yes, he is. Stars has picked up a two-season, 20-episode order for a half-hour scripted comedy with Seth MacFarlane and Patrick Stewart. I am so excited for this. I am so excited for this. It's going to be I am, too. Who than... thought Patrick Stewart in a comedy know, show? Last couple of years, he's been showing his humor big time. Oh, yeah, he has. Well, it's yeah, like he's he trying knows... to switch hats a little bit. Yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm digging it. at it. I know. Oh, yeah. He's really yeah, good yeah. at it. He's been such a staple in movies, in serious action and drama movies, and theater lately, mm-hmm. that now he's showing his comedy chops, and guess what? He's fucking damn good at it, so well, now he's going to show Apparently me. he's been a, pretty, a fairly big regular on American Dad. He is. Yeah, he's on there almost, time. Now, almost I don't watch American week. Dad, so I don't know. I didn't I didn't know that, but, yeah. you know, I like Seth MacFarlane's stand-up comedy, not so much Family Guy, you know, I'm more Simpsons than Family Guy, but Family Guy does have funny points, mm-hmm. you know, and I really want to see Seth MacFarlane's new movie. Now, something like this I'm really excited about, because being on Stars. You know, he can probably really let loose more than he can on, like, network TV. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I, I really want to see what he can do with a, with a comedy show like this. No, that's pretty pretty cool in general. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very interesting. It's not something that you necessarily see him doing. He's always been kind of the stuffy British actor, nope. you know, and to see him expand out to something Stewart, like so. that, yeah, you yeah. know, it's just really exciting. And apparently he loves working with Seth MacFarlane, too. Like, he, if you watch an interview with him about Seth MacFarlane, he only has good things to oh, say. Yeah. Well, he loves doing voiceovers in general, because yeah. he's done all that, the Elder Scrolls, and as you're a big super fan of uh, Castlevania, Castlevania yep. you know, he's done Zobek, all that stuff. Zobek, hell yeah. Yep. Um, he's even games. done some fan films, you know, the too. the Simon's from. Huh? That's uh oh yeah, it's um from Stargate Universe. What's his name? Or no, that's Gabriel. Gabriel, yes. Simon. I don't know because I don't play shitty games. Simon Simon Belmont, you're Simon nuts, Belmont. dude. <laughs> or, uh, not you Simon. play Call Gabriel. of Duty. How can you say that? <laughs> Gabriel, Robert. Carlin. Oh, he got it. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe got it. Yeah, Rob totally missed it. <laughs> what? I said, I said I wouldn't know because I don't play shitty games. <laughs> Bazinga. Really? You play Call Bazinga. of Duty? He just Thank said you. That. He just Thank said you. That. <laughs> All right. Well, there is a definite line. <laughs> 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 Literally, there is a line. 
There's literally two tables here. It is a center point. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, moving on. There's data that's hidden inside music, apparently. And it could soon stream right to you, to your smartphone. It's a Disney pendant that allows them <laughs> to... Didn't they do this stuff in the 80s? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I guess Disney Same redid it. Thing. Yeah. It's basically simple shit that we really don't need to delve into, but it's worth a mention right now. It's kind of like uh, if you're at like a concert or something, you can't see. They could like stream the video to your phone through sound. Yeah, yeah because I, that's not spyware at all. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Guess what we can stream from your phone, yeah. too? Guess what we can pull from your That'll phone. That'll last for a very short time with the amount of data it would be pushing to your phone. I want to be part of that. All the fuck tapes you can see out of those cell phones. Your phone and dying yeah, your in like five already, minutes. Yeah. Well, no, your phone's already receiving. I, I want to see some else. Yeah, but with streaming Your phone is already so struggling because you're in a room with 30,000 people yeah. and towers yeah. only handle 500. That, that's the so, thing. And as soon as, as soon as you start doing that, and you see your battery goes... They say it's supposed to be like a network too. So if it's like the guy next to you streaming it, Disney's taking over that one. Yeah. It's gonna be like Terminator movies, but well, Mickey Mouse. Star Wars now, so millions of Mickey Mouse robots <laughs> killing everyone. Yeah, <laughs> with no lightsabers. That's no shit. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what uh, you know. Whatever that's got going on there. Gizmodo's always kind of weird. They got all those little weird little insides. Um, you bet. You passed up the Xbox uh, production again. Who cares? <laughs> They're coming out with uh, shows about Gears of War, Forza, Fable. I love Gears of War. I have a damn detail on my laptop. They're coming out with a TV show about seriously. it. Do you care about the Xbox Entertainment Gears of War show? I no. do. I'll probably you don't want to see a Gears of War live action show? No. no. Not really. Or maybe animated. Coming from you, be. Joe, that sounds <laughs> weird, though. Because Who are you going to cast a... for that that's not going to piss me off? <laughs> <laughs> for ah! the... George <laughs> Lopez is Dom? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. For Dom? Don't even, I will punch John you DiMaggio. in the throat. What if, they, <laughs> what if they cast John DiMaggio himself? No. 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 Have you ever seen John Vin DiMaggio? Vin Diesel. No. Vin Diesel. <laughs> no. I the saw the focus? He's the got the bald head. Yeah, the rock. <laughs> the rock. Not right now he doesn't. Down. Not after Hercules. All he's got to do is He's grow. got long dreadlocks for Hercules. Oh, God. <laughs> well, um, needless to say, we're not interested him? in that enough to not skip. What about a My sequel? Xbox has been sitting in a garage for like six months, so. <laughs> what about a sequel to uh, Forward Onto Dawn? Eh, the Halo series? Eh. Really? We're, oh, second. Yeah, second. Oh, you know, I'm, right. I'm a huge. No, but that's I'm okay. A, <laughs> I like it. I'm a huge Halo fan. Forward Unto Dawn was okay. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was really it good. It wasn't. But here's the thing. Web the, series? The, 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 fan series yeah. the fan made trailer a for the Halo movie was better production in my mind. What was better production? The, the fan made trailer for the Halo movie. Oh, we built all the sets and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That was higher production than Forward Entered no way. In my mind. About the yes. only web no. series I'd be interested in seeing in actual series is Blood and Chrome, Battlestar Galactica. Hmm. Well, that'd be interesting. Which is our, I mean, that's already. I would like to see that on a mainstream network or something. That would be cool. That wouldn't be. I, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment on it. Unfortunately, I wanted to see it. I wanted to see Caprica when that came out. Yeah, I haven't don't. had a chance to see that yet either. That's just mm. it's, like, it's supposed to be a yeah. Well, prequel, that's what right? I was kind of thinking too, Caprica? because coming yeah. off of such Both a of strong are. ending to the Battlestar Galactica sci-fi series, I in my opinion, it. it was it was strong. Caprica is good if you want to get into the lore part because it talks about how the Cylons were created. See, that's even, not bad. I think it was but, but it's kind of that, it's dull. Kind of boring. Really, it's dull. 
It was boring. It's other other than watching it for the girl in it, that's basically. I was going to say, did she show her tits? <laughs> yeah, I was going to no, say. No, it's sci fi. <laughs> it's sci fi from before. <laughs> so that was hit or miss then. The the most you'll see is the Girl, cover to the series. That was no, a couple times. A couple times you see a Cylon walking around like a girl. That's interesting. A big tin can walking around with a little strut is not interesting to watch. I want to fuck that. You, you, might, you might as well watch Terracotta uh. Chronicles. Yeah, basically. Right. Um, well, well, that just kind of shows you how in depth that uh, those adaptations are going to be. Blood and Chrome, though, is a different animal. That, that would be interesting because that'd be violent. It's right. Violent. There's a lot of action in it. It's filmed and produced just like the new Battlestar Galactica is. Mm-hmm. It's that good, would, but that it's would a prequel. Really interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to our next topic here. This one's going to be fairly quick. Uh, we're going to get into some toys a little bit. There was an unofficial Game of Thrones trailer. <laughs> what kind of toys? Or Game of Thrones <laughs> toys? What? Nothing. Double dog beaver Pink busters. Now you get it. Cream <laughs> on. Oh, yeah. Wait, shove it. Shove it in your pee hole. <laughs> uh, you make it. We, we have to put that? like the exploit thing yes. on there just because of your. The dog. worst part is you're whispering softly into probably ninety percent guys. Yeah. <laughs> ninety eight. I'll, I'll take some dick if I need to. I do it for the fans. You take dick every night, anyways. <laughs> My face, neck, and chest, and nostrils. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Batman has joined us in the office. Is here. <laughs> where is he? <laughs> you is he? I don't understand exactly. what you're where saying. I don't understand. <laughs> I can't find my own penis. Where is he? I don't understand. What are you talking about? The the the, the thing that it squirts at you. When that you, doesn't. When you that smack doesn't it. You're talking about the flower on my chest. No. It feels really good when you move it in and out of of things that are moist and and wet. All right, Batman, get out of here. <laughs> okay. Where is it? That's some utility belt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was there the whole time. Shit. He calls his hand Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Boy Wonder. Get it right. <laughs> It's called, it's called it's called boy pussy. Moving on, moving on, right. moving on to other toys. Okay, yeah. So we've got some. <laughs> there's been some. Oh, we could uh, just do a podcast just about that. About boy pussy. Yeah. Not about Batman. Please don't. Leroy's gonna run that podcast. Batman. I met his Batman. Leroy's gonna run that podcast all by himself. <laughs> Tell me what it is so I can run my Where's car. Lee? With my car. Yeah. Where's Lee? Alright, so anyways, Game of Thrones, any for you Lego fans out there, which I'm a huge Lego fan, I don't know about you guys, I know oh, yeah. Rob, is, Rob is into construction stuff, yep. um, Game of Thrones, uh, some unofficial Game of Thrones Legos characters have been shout out here, um, I'm really liking the White Walker, that's looking pretty cool, and, and Tyrion they looks blue. Uh, identical, whitish grayish, yep. Did you see the their eyes are blue? Stuff? Yeah, their eyes are blue. All right. Yeah. Kind of glow blue. Yeah, they kind of glow blue. All right. Yeah. So they're they're. I call shenanigans on that one. Um, the whole second year is for two hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, those I'm ones not are different than the other ones. For for, 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 for Lego figures. Guys, as much as right? I love Game blue, of Thrones, as much as I love Game of Thrones, um, I'm not spending that much on some fucking Lego figures. Why does why does the wildling redheaded girl look like a downy kid? Wait a minute. Wait, which one? The, the won't the spear. She looks like uh, like the kid from oh that the, show. yeah the Downey kid show. 
I don't know. Ask the guy who made these. <laughs> I don't know. Because even, yeah. even uh, um, what's his name? The Khaleesi's husband. Uh, uh, Khal Drogo? Khal Drogo, thank you. I mean, Jason Momoa? Yeah, I was totally drawing a blank there. He looks like the Rancor Keeper. He does. So, I mean... Yeah, and Jon Snow looks like... You want me to pull out what? <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like you want to put it in where? <laughs> I don't have enough lube for that. Yeah, but at, at least uh, Arya looks good. Yeah, Arya does look good, actually. She's got that little Arya mean face and Tyrion. She's too tall. Arya and Tyrion look the best. No, she's not too tall. No, she's, she's not too tall. tall. She's yeah, not. Women are never yeah, too, she's too tall. tall. In she's fact, what's her name Tyrion? is too short. <laughs> uh, Amazon woman. Wait, where is... She's just tall enough. This one? That's Joffrey. That's, that's Arya. Are you sure? That yeah. looks Arya like Bram. Is that's Arya. That looks like Bram. That's not Bram. That looks like Bram. No, that's not Bram. No, Bram's not in here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He would be sitting down. That's <laughs> oh, too soon. No, his legs were broken from season one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, his spine was severed in season one. So and I think spoilers, sh- go fuck yourself. They should have had the fucking chair. They should have had the old hand carried the, around by Odor. For the Kingslayer, too. Hodor. 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 Yeah, Hold just on. wait. That's going to get good, too. Please tell Stop me it. he survives. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, all right. Ding, ding. <laughs> so, anyways, moving <laughs> on. Yes, those are Game of Thrones from your $220. I, you know what? They're Lego figures. You can customize yourself. Don't spend $220 on this shit. No. Sorry. $220. And well it's said. only for 12 figures. Nope. You know, that's not worth it. That's so not worth that's it. That's like 17 bucks a figure. I'm glad you did the math that quick because I suck <laughs> at it, so thank you very much. Anyways, moving on to Transformers really quickly. Um, there's been some pretty cool sightings happening. Um, Singapore's got a Toys R Us feature of a gold Age of Extinction Prime. I mean, obviously it's in Singapore, but we're not going to be able to see it here anytime soon. But look for that on eBay anytime soon. That thing's going to go for fucking $500, even yeah. though the toy sucks. Um, for those of you who have not either thousand pointed or hundred percent trophied Transformers Fall of Cybertron yet, which mostly everybody who owns it already has, their game and DLC is on sale this weekend on Steam. But what so other Transformers news is there, Frank? Um, let's regarding see masterpiece here. figures. Masterpiece figures, yes. Um, <laughs> so Grimlock and Prowl. MP03 and MP04 for the states here. Nope. Right? Which Grimlock is MP03, Prowl is MP04. Uh, Grimlock should be on shelves within the next month or so. Yay! Yay. And Prowl will be joining him. No, it's not Joe's, yeah, that, they're right? shaking their heads <laughs> in here. Uh, Prowl will be joining him late August on shelves. Yay! After you shake your head at a 24 inch tall Tyrannosaurus Rex that transforms into the king of Dude, it's fucking Grimlock, man! It's a toy, I don't really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's what she says, too. You're lucky, I love you, Joe. <laughs> How much is it again? I zoned out. Okay, yeah, well, no, actually, that's good because I was gonna bring up a price point. Um, for Grimlock, it is estimated between $75 and $100. Which There's is a surprisingly <sighs> low figure. It, but, on the other hand, this is just speculation. This is not hardcore price point yet because Toys R Us has not priced it yet. True, so we don't know. but Acid Storm was only $75. Acid <laughs> Storm was only $75. Now, the reason why... And and let me get to this first. Prowl is going to be oh. anywhere between 45 and 70 So we're thinking probably about 60 bucks for him. He's yeah. not going to be so anywhere So many other near. things you could buy yes. with that money. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just talking about Prowl. 
He's a bad mother. Uh, you guys missed that reference already because I jazzed it up. Oh, I jazzed it. See how I popped that in there? Because guess what? Jazz is the next one after uh, MP05, which is so Ultra Magnus. I won't be buying any more Masterpiece figures after Grimlock for quite some time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, other than that, uh, not too much else going on. The uh, official in-package images of the Generation's 30-year anniversary of Jetfire have posted. I am so excited for this figure. I, I'm, Dude, I'm fucking spooing. I am spooing. This reminds me, this figure is so good. It reminds me of the original G1 but then somehow morphed into Shadow Warrior from the Shadow Chronicles of uh, Robotech. It just it looks that good. I, I'm totally digging it. It comes with two heads. comes with the original G1 mouth head, in which, if everybody will remember, uh, he was actually originally a Decepticon. He, uh, Jetfire was not an Autobot at first. He was a Decepticon. And then he changed into the Autobot uh, reprogram. flag. He, no, he wasn't reprogrammed. He changed himself. He, he was reprogrammed that. originally into a Decepticon. Mm, no. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. In the G1 cartoon, he makes, a, he makes a conscious decision to change the symbol from Decepticon to Autobot. Yes, but he was reprogrammed as a Decepticon originally. Okay, I'm going to review G1. You review that because, feel your pain. because <laughs> right? originally Decepticons <laughs> took him and reprogrammed him to but be I Decepticon. <laughs> From okay. Inception gonna, or Sparkception this. or whatever they call it, I, we're going to research. And he changed his programming this. back. But we're going to we're going to discuss that. We'll we'll touch back on that next week. One of the I'll few characters who switched allegiances. Yes, very few characters have actually ever switched allegiances when it comes to uh, for real Transformers for real. Um, <laughs> so, uh, allegiances switching happens a lot, but this was a for real switch. Yeah, not just a <laughs> uh, you know back. Uh, not a star scream switch. <laughs> then I'm going to switch until it's convenient, then I'm going to switch back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty much all it is, really. Um, Do we have anything else in toys? Uh, real quick, and something that you'll actually like. Um, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of them. They've, they're coming out with the Age of Extinction construct bots. Yeah, I've seen Strafe, them. Strafe, Grimlock, Sludge, Slag, all them. You mm-hmm. saw those? Do you like those? I'm interested. Because um, you're know. way more into those construct bots than I am. I, I don't know if I'll be able to get them. That's the only thing. Cool. I'm still waiting for, you know, the next wave of construct bots to hit. Period. Mm. We're still waiting on, you know, the so next wave I. to hit. Period. But I, I, you're so nice. I stay awake at night thinking about it. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on before we get ridiculed anymore. I really shouldn't talk, though, okay. because I did we'll walk this out more in depth when, with when I pick up more Wait, construct bots. Wait, so. say, repeat that. I'm sorry. I said we'll revisit this more in depth when I pick up more construct bots because I'll bring them into the studios here to demonstrate <laughs> how awesome they are. Which is totally fine. I'll show you how my gun works, too. I do kind of want to call myself out. I guess I'm a little hypocritical with the toy things because I don't collect figures, but... I do remember walking out of GameStop with uh, when Gears of War three came out with the Epic Edition statue of Marcus and the full size Lancer. I was just gonna say at the same time, you hold a full size Lancer at the same time. And I didn't yep. necessarily get approval to put it on my wall for my approval. then wife, but <laughs> hey, it looked cool. Who needs I still got it. <laughs> I just gotta get rid of it. 
I ha- you know what? I have yet to see that actually. I really wanted to check that out just so I can hold it. I should have brought it. Could have got a picture. Oh, well, that's okay. You could have you you been part of the cog army. But I have a the what army? <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. The cock army. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, well, moving on, we're going to go into some video game talk right now because some stuff has happened in the past couple of days. Now we're recording this on what day is it today? <laughs> May, May the fourth be with you. Ugh. Happy Star Wars Day, Happy everyone! Star Wars Day, peoples. Um, but as of today. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare has been announced. Notice the resounding crickets I, in the studio. Well, no. from everybody else, I dude, I am my fucking throat. excited about this, dude. Kevin Spacey yes. is going to be They in jumped the shark. Yes. That's I'm calling it. They totally did by getting Kevin Spacey to even be in it. I, how I agree. do you mean? What do you mean, how do I mean? Well, no, 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 wait. In terms of trying to overhype it? The game has nothing significant in terms of change. So they're going to say, okay, well, let's get Kevin Spacey to do an animated character in the game. Yep. And then you won't even play it because most people are going to play the multiplayer anyway, so you're not going to see him. Yep. I love the Call of Duty single player. There is about as much depth as a toilet in this game. <laughs> Call of Duty single player. Whoa, whoa, Call of Duty wait, single wow. player has not been wait. has not been significant significant enough to talk about since Modern Warfare One. No. And now no, that I've man, seen Ghost now that awesome. I now that I actually watched this video, I felt like I was watching Titanfall. <laughs> well, so it's. Okay, so before the podcast, I was calling it Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Halo. Because, mm. more or less, this is Halo Call of Duty. There's no Cortana eh. in it, though. Uh, yeah, no, not yet. So it's sucky, <laughs> Call yet. of Duty Halo. Kevin Spacey at some point yeah, dies Spacey, yes. and injects himself <laughs> transcendent style like Johnny Depp into the computer. Yes. And becomes an AI. But why Just wouldn't he improve his experience? Like why does he still have like the weird crinkles and the... You know, balding head and everything. Wouldn't you like want to go the younger version of Kevin Spacey? No, because they're fostering to a future world. No, no, no. Because no one's going to play the single player campaign. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. I only pay And I'm the guy that likes playing single yeah, that's player okay. campaign. That's okay. Four hours in Listen, but no one is going to buy that game. We go into this podcast with a very open mind. Everyone's got their opinion. Some of us do. <laughs> Everyone's got their opinion. It just matters who pulls whose man or video game card. That's you know how many I'm times I play with eight year olds on Battlefield? Whoa. Never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no, I can agree with you. I, I can totally agree with Especially you. Especially since I, I switched to PC. Yeah, right. Well, so are you telling us you like to play the eight-year-old Frank? He does. He likes arguing with him. I've heard it. Okay, we're gonna stop. (laughs) I have heard him. I have heard him argue and lecture like five-year-olds about Nazis and stuff. Uh, Trust me, and it's hilarious. Don't you even know what a fucking shit and of course course, the spew of just foul language is coming back at him. He gets all worked up and political stuff, and the guy's just like, "You are a virgin." <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, shut up! Has you gotten it so bad me. where the kid's mom has gotten on to yell oh, at you? Oh, I've yelled at parents, dude. I have totally yelled at parents, and it's fun as hell. That's why I don't game <laughs> It is fun. I live for that, dude. So you play do. Call of Duty, you yell at parents, and to play with eight-year-olds? Only if I get the opportunity to. No, I love, and being all fair, I honestly <laughs> love the Call of Duty franchise. Now, let me explain why. You know, I had an original Xbox, and it took me a little while to get into the Xbox 360. By the time I got into Xbox 360, Halo 3 was already well in. Okay. So Halo 3 was my very first game on the 360. 
Alright. It just took me a little bit longer to get a 360, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so by that time, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, was just coming out. And that was my first love of first-person shooters. It was such a great single-player campaign. Um, and you, Leroy, wanted to talk about briefly that achievement for getting in the was it the training uh, room or the airplane that the airplane to, achievement the airplane achievement to go God, through the whole on thing that one. yeah I haven't even gotten that one yet <laughs> you mean the but, bonus thing at the end of the game yeah, yeah where you go through the plane you hit yep. you try and get through the whole plane sequence within what, what under 30 under, seconds or, yeah, under, or under 30 a minute, minute or something or it's under 45 seconds yeah, under and it was boring and easy I, I veteran uh, yeah you have to do it was still veteran. boring and easy no but um, for you, it may have been easy. But for me, for, for me, especially coming into Xbox during that time, having such a good game, and it wasn't spoiled at that time because there wasn't all these hackers and shit on it. If you honestly put in Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare right now, if those games in, are unplayable. If you put in any Call of Duty right now, those games are unplayable. Hmm. Well, but that's that's personal opinion. No, that that's actual experience. I love playing those games. So I'll go back and play old school it. games. Like you guys were talking mm-hmm. about Duke Nukem and stuff like that. Now you can't play, and I'll play those old school games. I don't care. I'll play. Mm-hmm. I played Shadow Warrior the other day just because yeah. I wanted to hear old sticky bomb to Mister Nasty or whatever. I'm on read on that I'm excited about is Oddworld. Uh, Oddworld, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oddworld, yeah. Those are good games. But then again, you're also going to have eight-year-old players going on there, and I kid you not. An Oddworld? Oddworld's yeah, not a multiplayer it's going to be game. a multiplayer game, yes. It'll have yes, a multiplayer aiming, element, but it's not a multiplayer game. It's going to have a multiplayer element. So you're always going to have All the eight-year-olds, and I shit you not, like I said last week, there was people actually saying how bad my grandma's pussy smelled. <laughs> I, swear, I shit you not. And you I choose do. to go through this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do, because it's awesome putting them down That's again. like going into a ball pit and arguing with the it kids. It is. <laughs> <laughs> They're kids. It's fun, dude. It's called trolling. It's fun. <laughs> but I only do it on Call of Duty games. I do not do it on computer. So I don't go on no. fucking on forums and websites and troll shit. You don't, sound, don't, do you don't start flame wars? <laughs> That's such a more productive use of your time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Drive Club release date. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this one. It, this looks like another. Well, it's for PlayStation Four only. Well, I'm gonna be getting a PlayStation Four eventually, but eventually, uh, eventually. When Drive Club Three comes Did, out, yeah. The but problem even is, this is doesn't I'm not really into driving games. Neither am I. I, mean, this I, is can't, more of I a, can't really. It doesn't feel like driving to me. Like, I like driving, like actually driving. Mm -hmm. So playing a driving game never feels the same to me. I'd rather watch Top Gear than play a video game. (laughs) I agree. I mean, these games, especially like these Gran Turismo and Forza and all this stuff. Need for Speed, all that. No, no, no. Need for Speed's different because it's not a real-time simulator like these are. Mm -hmm. Forza, you know, Gran Turismo, stuff like this, the way that this looks, this looks exactly like... Another Gran Turismo remake. It's a fucking real time strategy, not a strategy, but real time simulator. Visually, they look awesome. Visually, they look stunning. But But I'm not going to play it. Not real. No, I'm still not going to play it. I will play Need for Speed though because it's a it's more of an arcade title than it is. Last Need for Speed I enjoyed was like high stakes back in the day. Oh, dude, (laughs) my games were Need for Speed Underground One and Two. I love those games. I put in so many hours into those games. After that though, they just get too meh. Well, once you get everything, once you 100% complete the game, yeah, there's no... I liked the forces for a while. See, the last one I played was Hot Pursuit. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Yeah. 
The only other one for that was the was the uh, they did like a Need for Speed reboot, and it was just called Need for Speed. Yeah. And the only reason I like that one is because the last card that you win in that game is the Concept Viper. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what was that one that was uh, kind of like Fast and the Furious, but it was Need for Speed? It was called Need for Speed. Oh right. no! Just that, that, you no, have to, it's just called Need for Speed, really? and you have to go through. You win all the muscle cars. Because Carbon was like that too, though. Carbon, yeah, it, there it was, was before something Carbon. Else, though. It was carbon, before carbon was a good mix of old muscle cars and new tuners. This was basically just that. I can't remember what it's it called. Was, you know, it was just a series. It was a series of races. Because that's when that all came out and whatever. Yeah. Late nineties. Yeah, like it was just a series of races that you went through and did. And it was... Underground? Most Wanted? Mm-hmm. No. It was just called Need for Speed. I think it was Need for Speed Underground or no, something. No, Underground mm-hmm. was back in the old Xbox days. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. PlayStation uh, 2, like... Yeah, that was Underground. Like right 2, when the yeah. first Fast and Furious movies came out. That whole yeah. drifting hype and everything. There was a couple other games that came out, though, with those tuners that were actually fairly decent, though. Oh, it's a good game. Like Import Tuner, I think it was called. There was another game like that. NOS... Was halfway decent. There's been a couple racing games that have had import tuners. There's just too much stuff decent. to come out for me to commit to a driving game at this point. Agreed. I totally agreed. Speaking of stuff that's going to be coming out, and I know every single person in this room is excited about it, Destiny. I will be if it comes to a PC. <laughs> I am excited about that. I am totally Otherwise, it's going to have to wait for, for the new Halo, Destiny. and then I'll buy a... On yeah. Xbox One. And then, but it reminds me of Halo so much because it it's does. made by them. It does, yeah. yes. But it's supposed to I'm be I'm actually hoping so it has some a little bit of stuff from like old marathon days tied in there. It probably will. will. It probably yeah. will because that old like the Durandal, the well, marathon that, Durandal was, yeah. the, uh, was the shit. Because now that Bungie's on their own, they old, can get away with doing some stuff that they don't want to share with me. Agreed. Again, cool. Marathon was that old Doom style. Oh, love that game. Was, I used to play that in the computer lab in junior high. Yeah, awesome. no shit. That I got was so really much trouble. I got banned from the computer lab for two semesters for, <laughs> for setting up land games in the computer lab. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of Titanfall just at the end of the video game segment here because uh, I wanted to talk to Joe about that. Because there are some people who haven't played Titanfall yet. Well, Leroy has. But I played it for a minute. <laughs> for a minute. I Leroy. played a lot of it. <laughs> but anyways, it took longer to wait for the servers to cash my teammate yeah, than it did for me right. to play a match. Well, we'll hit on that in a minute. <laughs> but uh, something that only affects one person in this crowd, you son of a bitch, is a PlayStation 4 update. Enhanced video editing, advanced downloads of games, and more. Yep. So, Rob, I don't know if you want to hit on that at all, because you're the only one in here who's got a PS4. Um, I've downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to you play around with it yet. But the controls seem to be pretty, pretty easy and pretty intuitive. So I'll I'll update on that as I play around with it a little bit more. Okay. Sounds good. Um, then the only other thing that we got going on is programmers to compete for X Games in Call of Duty Ghosts for medals. Why do they compete yeah. in that game but not something that requires more skill? I you know what? I don't know. And this is this is one of those things where I will step away from. Because yes, I do love Call of Duty Ghosts. But I don't, I don't dig this MLG like, shit. This is where the people get so much better than me. It frustrates me to play. Like I don't want to sound like a fanboy, but I know Rob plays Battlefield. Yeah. 
The thing is, is with Call of Duty, it's run and gun for the most point. Which I like. There's That's fine, and that's what it is. But for Battlefield, there's a lot of strategy mm-hmm. and a lot of teamwork that has to go involved with that game. Yep. Exactly. We talked about that last and week. And that's too, partially yeah. why it takes so long. But when they had close quarters, you could still have the run and gun, but there was still a lot of teamwork and a lot of yep. strategy that had to go along with it to compete the objectives. Yeah. Why would you have an X Games competition with a game that's basically mm-hmm. just run and gun and an 8-year-old could play it, a 5-year-old could play it, and a 50-year-old could play it? Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of step away from it. I mean, because are I they going to start having eight-year-olds on X Games? Is that what we're going to watch? Some kids playing video games? <laughs> Probably not. I think there is an age limit for MLG. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I know what you're like, saying. Though. I, I completely agree with it. Or, or even Halo. I mean, the Halo well, competitions can be pretty intense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, look at look at what they're doing in Thailand. They have people that live in dormitories that do literally nothing. But play StarCraft. Well, there's nothing to do in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Go bang some hookers. You're going to get raped, or you're going to get shanked, or you're going to get malaria, or something. You <laughs> not, to say, play <laughs> not to say that StarCraft is not good. I like StarCraft. It's just, I like I like Warhammer more than I like StarCraft. I think the interface is easier. I think the gameplay is a little easier, for me anyway. Um, I like the HUD and everything like that. RTS is struggle in general these days. It kind of is, but I mean, it, there's always been a big battle between Dawn of War, between War Warhammer, and StarCraft. I mean, they've always been huge competitors. Warhammer should be way larger than it is. I agree. I wholeheartedly. Nobody agree. has done it well except for Space Marines. It that was done bad. well, yeah, but yeah. everything else has been like half-assed. Yeah. No, it, and that whole universe has been completely well, especially with the reboot of Dawn of War series too. The Dawn yeah. of War one and two, you know, they didn't go back to the Imperium with the Winter Soldiers and all that other kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, that whole thing I is like, huge. I like the Dawn of War series, um, and I like the Warhammer universe. But I do think that uh, Space Marine is an excellent game. I wish they could have come out with the second one. Yeah. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. <clears throat> you know, I don't think we'll see another one like that again. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, moving on from there, let's hit some Titanfall. Because I've been dying to talk about this game. We didn't get, we, we touched on it last week a little bit, just kind of more of the multiplayer issues that I've been having. But I want to talk about some loadouts. Because, now we're going to get into a huge conversation at the end of this Titanfall. And this is where the meat of the conversation lies. <laughs> This is where your steak flaps just fall on the grill and start to get sizzled. Okay, right here. Right here on Geeks and Mock Podcast Radio. I just I just kind of felt like doing that for someone got no reason. Okay, so thoughts on Titanfall, Joe? Um, and then we're going to hit to Leroy because I know he's only played it for a minute. But still, I want to hear what your thoughts are. I still haven't played it long enough to even comment on it. Well, <laughs> you guys are playing a console. I play on a PC. Right. So, But the gameplay is still the same, though. It's just different graphics. Yeah. I mean, even the graphics aren't really that different. And that is apparent on how I was saying it's very similar to COD. It doesn't require a lot of processing power, Mm -hmm. just like that engine. So uh, the game is fun, but I can step away from that after a half hour of play and not even care. Yeah, to come see, back to it in two weeks if I did. That's kind of the I same way how I'm feeling it's, right it's now. It's like so, yeah. I really want it to be good, but it's 
It's just, I, I kill grunts 90% of the I time. I do too. Let me guess, you do it with a smart pistol. No, I've never used a smart pistol. No? Oh, I love the smart pistol. I refuse pistol. to. I think it's too easy. Hey, that's how I use it. It's too I, easy. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I have, the only reason why I've been playing it so much lately is because I've, I've practically finished South Park Stick of Truth. So, I mean, uh, I want to do a second gameplay in there to get all the achievements. I'm like 90% achievements on it. Um, but there's some that I missed, and it's going to take an entire playthrough to get through, and I just don't want to do it right now. Like, I'll continue to play it. It's an interesting game. I like it. But it's one of those ones where you could put down after a certain amount of but time. The, and just walk when away. I sit down in front of that TV and I load up the bad computer, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what <laughs> should I play? Titanfall is not even in my top five. I really? would rather play something old than play that. Which which says a lot. I mean, but once I start playing it, the then I'm in it, and I, I enjoy it. And then I could just get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of waiting for my Titan to drop. <laughs> yes. It takes forever. And then I finally get it, and then 20 seconds later, it's blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shit. And then, I mean, the Titans die yes. so easy. It's yeah, unbelievable. Do. And I understand the other Titans are shooting at the other Titans, but come on. just It, it takes too much. Yeah. It's, it's too much of Call of Duty trying to be... Yeah, I feel like I'm running. Halo. I'm running just to Halo. find people to shoot right. and that aren't grunts. I'll run past groups of grunts just to try to find a pilot. Uh-huh. And then once I finally kill one, I get in a tight, then I die. And oh, it's, it's You know what I thought was funny, especially about pilots now, mm-hmm. is that you can always find a pilot. He's the only one Halo jumping. Yeah, it's true. That's <laughs> what they all do. Every single fucking pilot, no matter what team I'm on, and that they, they all halo jump, and they do it right off the bat, like right from the starting line. They're halo jumping, like and, seriously. And that shit gets old real quick. As soon as that starts happening, I'm done. I'm like, I can't sit here and watch somebody jump, jump, jump because <coughs> I'd rather go play Battlefield where they don't do that. Yeah. Well, you get picked. Is, you get picked off after a second of being you do, yeah. spawned, and then you got to run ten miles, and it takes thirty minutes just to get to where you need to go, and then you die. That's more interesting because it's more like war. <laughs> you just ran two miles and you're dead. Yeah. That's basically what it's like. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I, I agree. But see, I like those games. This is why I like Call of Duty is because you could play a match and put it down, and walk away, mm-hmm. and you're done. You're not you're not missing out on spot, uh, you know plot points if you're going through a single player. Well, there's story. no plot, there's right? No there is story. no plot to to Titanfall, really. But like in Call of Duty, obviously you do have your single player campaign. I've, I'm a huge I love the Call of Duty single-player campaign. I think it was a mistake for them not to have the single-player. I think it was, too. I think it was a huge mistake. Like, the story that they show is so limited, but it could be a lot larger. So it makes you think, but I could go play Mass Effect or something else. Exactly. That's the 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 other thing I was going to bring up, too, is that I I hope they're not going to do a Mass Effect thing to where they realize what the community says about either the ending or the gameplay of the game and try and put something out there that actually changes it. Now... The, what they did with Mass Effect, in my opinion, was fine. I enjoyed Mass Effect for what it was. I enjoyed the original Mass Effect. 1, 2, and 3, without any DLC. I loved it all. I love the DLC. It's just that whole genre. That's I a whole other topic much. that'll get very deep. Because yes, you and I deep had that. very different opinions about the ending yes, when that. You were satisfied. Right. I wanted to throw my controller at the screen. You should actually touch <laughs> on that. I'm gonna we're gonna have you back real soon and we'll actually touch on that because I wanna that's a discuss that's a discussion I would love to get into. Um, we'll dedicate a good portion We should of all go play cast. all three of them again. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, then we three can years from now we'll be doing the, the Mass Come on, it won't cast. take that long. I can go through <laughs> Mass Effect one and two in probably a day. 
No problem. I'm easy. I've beaten them so many times, yeah. it's easy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm the same way. No, exactly like, Mass Effect 1, I can go through the entire thing with one-shot kills. Because yeah. all my stuff is maxed up. I got the Spectre armor and all that other kind of stuff. And that's what I wish that we had in Episode 2 and 3, was the customization of the of the ammunition, even down. They had so much more customization in Mass well, Effect 1. back to Titanfall, it's a good example. They were trying to do some kind of customization, but there isn't. It's very limited. It's and some people limited. really dig on the customization. Oh, yeah. like, I'm a huge one We for both that. have friends that really, that's like their big thing is customizing these weapons. I really that's don't me. care. That's me. I, I just want to get in there and have a good gaming experience. I'll throw some stuff on there, but it's not like my top priority. If I'm customizing anything, it's vehicles and things. But that's, again, going back to Oh, I'm, I'm totally for before you get into a lobby, customize your stuff to how you want it. Like, I can kill the same whether it's totally modded out or bare iron sight. Which is good. I mean, there's not a lot of people out there that are like that either. So it know? doesn't matter to me if it's got all this extra laser sights and Why shit. Why do you think I use a fucking smart pistol? Because it targets for me. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I get points just the same. You know? yeah, I just hit level 20 today. I just feel guilty so. and dirty if I were to do that. I know. It just feels so sad. And it does remind now. me of Aliens. The smart pistol is like a oh, handheld yeah. version of the smart, the gun, smart rifle. Yeah, which yeah. you can never get right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I you know the other thing I love doing though is taking the smart pistol, running alongside some of your own pilots, like they're on the sides of you and they're firing at em- enemies. And you just pull your trigger and they're the enemies that you just killed were the ones that they were trying to kill. Right. So you get the points for them and you fuck them kill out of points. That's that's shitty, um, but anyways, that's so that's another topic we could get onto that. The next time you join us, we're gonna do a probably a Mass Effect special. I'd, I'd like to because there is some Mass Effect news that happened. We touched on last week and the week before, I think. But coming out with another trilogy, so we'll kind of more touch than on halfway that. done with development, according to yeah. a recent tweet. The whole trilogy. So when we get more Not information about year. that. When we get more information on Mass Effect, we'll definitely be relaying it to everybody because Mass Effect is a huge part of my gaming career. All right, so quickly, if we go through speculation, do you think it's going to be a, a, a static character like Shepard, or is it yes. going to be? Yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, you're going to have a you're going to have I'm a main character that's going to go through the trilogy. I was hoping it was going to be a completely customizable character that you could alter the story with as you play. Well, who's you, to say that there's not, though? You'll probably be able to alter the story, but it's still going to be a static character. Yeah, <laughs> it'll know, still be Shepard, but the customization is going to expand exponentially. Well, it can't no, be this isn't, it has it to be different than Shepard. It, like it's not literal Shepard, but like, it'll be... Oh, yeah, you're, you're talking about like the... Your last name style will be... You, you'll be Commander okay. Abrams. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, but you'll be able to customize yourself. Now, as long as they get the, you know, character throughout the trilogy transferring your customizations into each version of it mm-hmm. well enough, you'll be fine. Boy, I hope they bring back those hours and hours of mining planets. <laughs> I'm really missing that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and speaking... then when they came out with the patch to where you didn't have to do it so much <sighs> anymore. Speaking of Mass Effect, some game site, and I think it was Chili, listed a Mass Effect trilogy for the PS4. So there's rumors that they're uh, reskinning it for the next-gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Play them all over again. See about that. I will. <laughs> I will. I I will totally go through all the Mass Effects again. Yep, I will. Too. I but I was one of the ones that was lucky enough to keep my save throughout the entire thing. Yep, me too. Not a lot of people were actually able to do that. There were some glitches that happened, and I'm glad it wasn't one of them because yep. man, I saved everybody. I was hundred percent Paragon 
throughout the entire thing. I was not one point of renegade. Sally. See, you're, you're that way. <laughs> I was 100% renegade. I killed, really? I I killed every bastard out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I every bad choice files, I made. It. Yeah. And I have one each way. That, that's I what did I too. too. That's the way I was with... Uh, with and that Paragon one was hard. I had a real hard yeah. time making those Paragon decisions. What does that say about me? <laughs> I, dude, I was totally like that with Knights of the Old Republic. I, I, I went through me. it 100% Jedi and yep. then 100%. I started out Jedi and I completely am Same just rotting people. away by the end. No, oh yeah, oh, the second, <laughs> dude, on Knights of the Old Republic too, where they really, where they really focused on the facial features yeah. of you when you went dark side. My face was uh-huh. falling off of the. Oh yeah, my shit was cracking and crisp. Like, and hey, you yep. totally saved my family and everything. Stabbed. <laughs> You. Yeah. <laughs> Any negative was was the I like your stuff to go. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. That was, Fables that was the same way. Yeah, Fables the exact same. Inter- Absolutely, inter- those those yeah. non-linear progression. I love games that do that because for replayability. But for an achievement whore that I am, I hate it. Yeah, no shit. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. It, it turns you off. Like oh, I don't want to do this shit again. It's kind of uh, like have you played Dishonored? Mm-mm, Trying to go right. through that yeah. and not. Kill anybody is so hard oh, because yeah. the first time you lop off a head, <laughs> you're like, I gotta do it again. It's, yeah, that's one of the achievements. Yeah. Like, ah, it's. I started playing it again. I'm gonna like, okay, I'm not gonna kill anybody. The city's not gonna be full of rats and weakers <laughs> and everything this time because I'm not gonna kill everybody I see. And yeah, I just, I've totally flip flopped and I'm halfway through. Now <laughs> I have you to know, start when I tried over. that game. I couldn't get into it. I didn't get into it. it. It's on my list. I just Dishonored. There was another one that came out not too long ago. You don't like Dishonored Bioshock either, right? No. no. I don't, no, just don't think you should stick away from steampunky type stuff. It's not that I want to stay away from it. I don't want to stay away from it. If there's something that's going to catch my eye, and if it's steampunk, of course I'm going to go for it. That's fine. You know what he's waiting don't... for is the steampunk Call of Duty coming out. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I'm not that big a Call of Duty fan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I own all of them. Who cares? <laughs> But I mean, you know, steampunk. <laughs> steampunk. He to named me... his uh, penis care package. <laughs> <laughs> it's tattooed on his very big care package. From what I hear. <laughs> it's a tiny little package, <laughs> but it makes you happy when you crack it open. What? Uh, um, anyway, that's what Amy says. Oh, oh. <laughs> save that for the wife show. Yeah. <laughs> Damnly, <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. I'm not that Leroy Jenkins. Okay, see, now I lost my tangent because you're talking about tiny dicks and my wife. You're the one talking about it. You're, Ooh, man, son. Oh shit, you about to get knocked out. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. Moving along. Okay, here's the meat and potatoes of the episode that everyone has been waiting for. Not that you really know what the episode already contained, but how would you know what to wait for if you didn't know? Well, based on the title that it's going to be. <laughs> so this is the meat and potatoes you've all been waiting for. Star Wars talk. There's been a lot of shit happening this week, so let's get to it. Yep. Number one, before we get to the main meat and potatoes, I kind of wanted to touch on this a little bit. There is a toy that is so detailed they can actually use it in the new Star Wars movies. This one in six scale R2-D2 is so incredible. Just sitting there, I can just fucking jizz all over the front I panels want on this. I want this thing, too. <laughs> yeah, Leroy runs it. He's not even a Star like, Wars yeah, fan. I know. I like the movies. I just don't get into this shit with a bunch of you guys. Well, yeah. Um, like I said... <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's and it's from Sideshow Collectibles too. So everybody's going to be able to get their, you know, uh, if you pre-order, you're going to be able to get your hands on it. And how much is it? Uh, well, that's it's got the little drink serving arm. Yeah, it's, it's got, got the, the lightsaber pocket. It's got everything basically His that R two has ever done. It's it. Does it project the images? It's got the it's got the the base next to it oh. with the holographic Leia. Yep. Hmm. And it's got Luke's lightsaber that goes in it. Yep, it's got lights and sounds and all this kind of stuff. So I'm sure that if, if there's any R2-D2 collectors out there, and I know that there is some because he is one of the, if not the most collected figure of the Star Wars universe ever. All right, that's a cool toy. It is. It is awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. And I'm not even Sideshow Collectibles does do really high quality stuff. If there was anything I would get from Sideshow Collectibles, it would definitely be Star Wars stuff. I have I mean, a couple things from Sideshow Collectibles, not Star Wars yet. Um, I mean, even their Iron Man's. Oh, are I thought amazing. this was bigger. Batman's are good. I thought it was a little bit bigger that's too, but it's said. only one <laughs> six. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's cool. It <laughs> yeah, it's only on one six, something. but look how big R two yeah. is off the bat. He's now I'm not as impressed. Tall. So one at tall is not going to be that big. <laughs> I'm not impressed anymore. So, but hopefully it's going to be under a hundred dollars. I think it will. Usually these smaller figures, especially with the detail and stuff like that, most of the time they go for between forty and sixty. So I don't, I don't think this is going to be that huge of a price point. But when you go with Sideshow Collectibles, you're paying for quality. You know, they had, um, they're releasing a clone trooper that has two different helmets, six different chest pieces, 18 different hands, you know, all this other kind of shit. They don't really have that many, but <laughs> still, it's a shiny version of the clone trooper, and he's even got a backpack that you could put thermal detonators in. As long as I can make him look like Captain Rex with his blue, pointy... Triangles over his eyepieces. I think they've got a Captain Rex. You'd have to check it out. I'm not exactly sure what their lineup is. Now, the only bad thing about Sideshow Collectibles is that once they, and it's really not a bad thing, but it just makes their figures so much that much more exclusive, is that once they release a figure, then they retire the figure. You can't get it anymore until they have overstock of it. Like, for instance, Bosk. When he came out, there was an overstock of that. It was like a $100 figure. And, and mind you, these figures are 12, 14, 18 inches tall, so you're paying for quality, you're paying for size, you're paying for accessories. All these things come with everything that you've ever seen them in the movies with. Everything. I mean, there there was one uh, Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi that had a dissemblable lightsaber with it. They took that from the deleted scenes from the fucking thing. So there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can get with these sideshow collectibles, but... Once they start a figure, they stop it. You can't get it anymore once it's been out. <laughs> so that's why, unfortunately, for collectors, for uh, I would consider myself a serious collector, but a non-financially habitable collector, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, it kind of these things are out of reach for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're more of a retail brick and mortar collector genre here than. A six hundred dollar Tony Stark and Mark Seven armor from Sideshow Collectibles collector. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to pay seven hundred dollars for something that looks like Robert Downey Jr., regardless if it fucking flies itself or not. And I'm telling you, if I had seven hundred dollars to buy that or eight hundred dollars, it better fucking blow me for that much too. It better open up its mouth and fit it around my tiny dick and go up and down until I spoon its fucking gullet for that much money. But, Might not um, have to be that much money in that yeah. case. 
<laughs> okay, so anyways, he could be six scale, right? Yeah, one six scale. <laughs> wow. I love you, Frank. I love you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So anyways, this 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 is from Sideshow. Check it out. Go to Sideshow.com. Check it out there. Um, anyways, so now the main meat and potatoes. I like saying that because I actually love meat and potatoes. Me too. Who doesn't? They're fucking awesome. Stupid vegans don't. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. Inside joke. Um, oh, and, and before we get into that, Star Wars sale on Steam. Uh, they've had some awesome deals on the games today. Uh, well, by the time this is posted, will be probably what Monday where people will be able to get this. Mm-hmm. So no, today they'll get it. Oh, today. Okay, so Sunday, Sunday you'll be able to get this because it, um, it is the fourth. It is the fourth. It is the fourth. May the fourth. The fourth be with him. It will be out today. <laughs> yes, it will be out today. Um, what time did you say the the sale ends, Rob? Uh, Monday I think it's at 1 Monday o'clock? at ten. Eastern or something. PM or AM? PM, I think. Oh, so they got pretty much all day Monday, then. I I think it goes all the way Monday. Okay, well, guys, go to Steam and get some of these Star Wars games, because both Rob and I picked up some games today. I picked up Mysteries of the Sith and uh, Republic Commando for less than $4. Four fucking dollars for both those games. Mysteries of the Sith is a Dark Dark Forces 2 add-on that you can play without having the main game. Um, But I already bought the main game... Shit, a couple months ago for like seven bucks. It was really cheap. But they've got other stuff on there. They've got Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 for like six bucks each. Or is it four? I think those are four. I think most of them are like three sixty nine a piece or yeah, three sixty seven a piece. Something like that. And then the newer games, Force Unleashed 1 and 2. They're a little bit the more. Other games, those are a little bit more. Um, but they're only, they're, there's not one Star Wars game on there that I think is more than seven dollars. I think they're all under. Oh, yeah. The whole the whole the set, whole, the whole set is like thirty three dollars. Yeah, which is a ninety nine dollar value on Steam. So if you guys yep. were looking for any Star Wars games, fucking go to Steam and get that shit right away. Um, it's totally worth it. You can find four dollars in your couch for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, let's get to the let's get to the jig and jig and post here. Star Wars Episode Seven cast has finally been announced. Woo! Oh, yeah. Okay, that was a half hearted. Now, when you guys download this episode, when you listen to us tonight, you're going to notice that the name of the episode is called, what is Episode 7? Is Star Wars Episode 7 going to be the new girls? The reason why I say that is because Adam Driver is now officially, everybody is officially announced, okay? There there has been a picture that has been released that has the cast of all, everybody. Even R2 is in the background. It's in a warehouse. It's in black and white. Now, we know for a fact now that Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill are to reprise their roles, respectively, in the new movies. We don't know if they're going to be in the in this new trilogy or just this one movie. We don't know... Harrison Ford's supposed to be in all three. Is it all three? Because I didn't know if it... They didn't really mention that too much. Supposedly he has a much bigger role yeah, and he signed on for all three that's movies. That's what I was going to get at. Yeah, absolutely. He has a huge, apparently a huge role in this new one. I heard just yeah. more focus on that for sure. That Don't good. know about Mark Hamill, Carrie good. Fisher, and uh, the rest of them, but... Well, Anthony Daniels, of course. 
Yes, Anthony D'Angelo and Kenny Baker is coming back to do. So R2. is Peter Mayhew. So is Peter Mayhew. Yes, and yeah. and now you had posted something on my Facebook when this was just rumored. You said, "Oh, come on, Frank. You know, you know better than that." Bam, <laughs> motherfucker! Bam. That's now, just in there, son. I'm surprised by that because both Kenny Baker and Peter Mayhew have health issues. They do. Peter Mayhew is more of a knee and leg issues, but Kenny <laughs> Baker is. He's on his way out, man. I don't know if he would actually live to do all three movies. That's, that's the thing. It's cool to see him in there, but Peter Mayhew with his with his knee and joint problems and stuff, I don't know how long he can wear the suit. Well, he had knee replacement. He had, he had both Even replacement. so, he still walks with a cane. Well, he sure does. What, you know, and that's a yeah. heavy suit. That's like a 200-pound suit. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. So... You know, this is uh, this is some pretty this is some pretty big stuff here. Now, there's a picture that's been released. Obviously, it's uh, bleh, it's the same fucking picture we've been talking about, <laughs> where um, there is red blips all over that tells everybody of what they've done, so everybody can know who they're looking at. Most importantly, the one being J.J. Abrams. Yes, director, producer. He is going to make this movie fucking phenomenal. I know it. I know now, he's not going to do us bad. I am excited because in the new cast list, Frank's excited about Adam Driver. Uh, we'll get to that in a couple minutes. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'm excited about Andy Serkis. Lord of the Rings and uh, Planet of the Apes, yeah. Not, Andy Serkis is one of the best CG mocap actors in Hollywood right now. He trains people on how to properly act for mocap suits for CG animations. Okay. Um, the guy is amazing. And if he's in there, something's going on with CG. Now, J.J. Abrams has said he wants to use as little CG as possible. And they are going to try to make it either look like or film it on 35mm film. That's so good. I heard, yes. Like the original trilogy. Yes. I don't know if it's going to be a computer effect that they're going to put in after... Or if they're actually going to film it on 35 millimeter and put in and splice the effects into it, I would think that it would be something that they would put in post. Well, the rumor is is he's going to film everything on 35 millimeter and then digitize that and then put in the effects. Well, see more production. Here's where no 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 no. Here's where it gets wonky though. We saw that happen with the Star Wars Blu-rays. They were all filmed in 35 millimeter and then they went into the HD. Mm-hmm. Look at how bad those look on Blu-ray. For the most part, A New Hope is almost unwatchable. I would I would disagree with that. I mean, it's I awesome. The, the end of the movie is so much better than the beginning of the movie. So much better. There's a hundred percent difference. You have between. to appreciate the nostalgia that's with those old. But I do, and you know I do. You know I do. But I I hope that they don't do that post adding into stuff because what you have is. A mix between practical and CG effects that doesn't transfer properly into disc form or into film form. I, I mean, that's exactly what happened with the with the A New Hope. I mean, the the, the Cantina scene, the Moss Eisley scene. I will fast forward through that because I can't fucking watch it. They did that exact same thing. They filmed it on thirty five mil. They went into HD and then they added the CG. And it was that Moss Espa scene was fucking horrible. It was really, really bad. So what I'm hoping is, is that they film it in HD and put the 35 mil over filter over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe 
35 millimeter is better than digital any day of the week. I, I agree with you. I haven't adjusted to being able to see those frame rates either. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. you to can this point, it's got to stay the way the other way. Look at the new trilogy. Yeah. Episode 3 was awesome. Episode 2 was okay. But look at the CG in that as opposed to the filmmaking. It was There was still some off on it. They didn't get it 100%. Obviously, episode 1, we barely consider that a Star Wars movie. Well, because that was a travesty to begin. He's with. still saying he wants to do as little CG as possible, so he I might hope be they using all practical. They he's old practical. school Star Wars fan, anyways. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, hold on now. <laughs> hold the phone. Episode one, man. <laughs> That's a, how many times I got to bring up Jar Jar before he didn't the, make episode one? Who? J.J. Abrams? Abrams. Oh, you're talking. I thought you were talking about George Lucas. No, J.J. Abrams looked at the. Script, <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Looked I'm at sorry. the original script that he had when he was first brought on board for this movie and said, "Nah," and rewrote it from scratch with uh, Kasdan. Which is going to be good. Yes, that's. And he's an old school Star Wars fan. He likes yes, the original is. trilogy. Yeah. That's part of the reason he wants to go with the 35 millimeter effect. Is he wants to keep. The look from the original trilogy. He doesn't want to go with this. This is a, a best case scenario having him in this position. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're calling this because of the people that are on it that are working behind the scenes on it. They're calling this the next Empire Strikes Back. Good. Because they've got everybody in place to do it as good as, as long Empire as the story is as good and as long as his directing is as good. Well, I mean, well, J.J. Abrams know. has a proven track record. Yes, but <laughs> he, is he as good? As a director for Empire Strikes Back. Urban Kershner? Mm-hmm. Is he as good as Kershner? That's it. That's now, no, Kershner did, no, 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 no. Kershner did Empire towards the end of his career, so he had a lot of experience behind he did. him. He did. J.B. Abrams is still only in the middle of his career. Uh, see here, this is Yeah, where but I he's differ. transitioned a lot since his beginning. So. He has, and this is where... This We're going to see a lot of lens flare. Well, no, he's already I've, said that he's not going to be putting it in. I don't think in. he will. No, he's not going to be putting it in. He might do a couple, but he's... I guarantee you there will be some lens flares in there because it's there a signature. Here's the thing. There he can be. get away with that in the Star Trek films because he's not a hardcore Star Wars fan. But if he's appreciating how the old Star Wars films work and how they're successful, why would he change the chemistry by adding crazy futuristic things like that? Yeah, this is where I feel it's going to go. Like We, feel, we get it. It may be in there be like there. once or twice. It's his signature. Yeah, it'll it's be it's his signature, there be in but sure. it's not going to be like it was in the first Star Trek movie no, where it was no, like no, every no. five you, seconds. Yeah, you could see a difference between Star Trek and then Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge difference. Yes, there was quite a bit of lens flare in some of the pot, spots in Into Darkness, but he even admittedly said that he took 90% of the lens flares out of Into Darkness, or else it was just going to be lens flare all over the place. Yeah, because his wife told him there was too much in there. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And even still, there's still something like 157, 158. So I don't. So there's a count them. Yeah, I know there is. It's a cool effect every now and then. But it is. Yeah. And that's where I hope he's going to go with this, like maybe you know some starfish, starship battles or something like that. I, I couldn't see a lens flare on a lightsaber. As long as he doesn't put that on a lightsaber, I think I'm fine. I think I you're going to see a lot less lightsaber action in these movies. No. no. I think you will. No. Do you see the athletic people that they're getting? That means more lightsaber action. I get that, but why would Harrison Ford have so much more role? Well, but he's not a lightsaber, though. That's my point. Well, here's the thing is, oh, I think I we'll see more, I think they're going to focus on the other action. parts of the universe. They focused on Jedi and... Well, I think we'll see lightsaber so action, but I think it'll be more like it was in like Return of the Jedi and Empire, 
lot less lengthy lightsaber battles, and they're going to be a small part of the rest of the story. Like, the uh, newer movies is, yeah. were so focused on Jedi Order and all this that it just... Yeah. It, it's it's uninteresting at some point where you can only talk about the light and dark side so much. That well, again, it depends. Talk what about the, main the smugglers. Story is. Talk about the clones. Talk about the alien races. Talk about there's so much more in the universe than just Jedi's. It depends on what the main story is going to be. Like and that's he hasn't a minority. Any script? Well, that's what there's I mean. But yet. we have no clue. He's where got this a lockdown on this. There I mean, is a huge lockdown, and because of the fact that they have recently, and you can listen to last week's podcast, we touched on this too. Uh, the recent disavowing of the EU stories. That's fine, though. A lot of that covers the Jedi and covers a lot of that. But when you're talking about Harrison Ford having a major portion of that, you're talking about Han Solo. Yeah, but there's a a lot of stuff in the EU that Han Solo covered that has now been tossed out. You have to take out. You have to stop talking about the EU. It doesn't exist in this. Yeah, exactly. So if you're talking Harrison Ford and the type of movies he makes Mm -hmm. and the characters he plays and if he has a major role... These movies are not going to be Jedi-based. You're not talking Mark Hamill because he's not as strong as an actor. See, Mark Hamill, probably at this point, 30 years in the future, he's going to be a Grandmaster. Yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, he and he's going to be, be a support he's character. He's going to be training. So we know that Adam Driver is supposed to be the Sith bad guy. And that's where the whole episode name comes in. Is episode 7 going to be the new girls? Okay, I watch that show, Girls. I hey. like that show. And that's why your man card was okay. shoved into the all spark and thrown into the bottom of the ocean. Oh, okay. With Megatron's asshole? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. His girl card was just I'm inflated. Sorry. No. You know why I like watching And laminated. Let me, let, me, let me tell you why I like and watching Lou, Because girls. there's women on it and you want to watch the women. I yeah. want to watch boobies. I think watch porn. That's not a good enough reason to watch that show. It's good enough to get my man card back. Thank you! Not really. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> I think you should put a poll on the website for that one. I think so, too. <laughs> Does Frank get his man card revoked just because he likes girls because he likes boobies? Yeah, it just means I'm not gay. <laughs> I mean... Are you... <laughs> okay, well, I'm a little bicurious. But anyways, so... <laughs> <laughs> he says a little... Uh, he hugs me a little tighter than I would. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from behind. And I do have pictures of him in very awkward positions. Yes, you all, man. There's <laughs> a shit ton of pictures of me with all the fucking <laughs> positions in there. But let's let's examine who else is in here. Kathleen Kennedy. She has been a huge part of Star Wars, not only in the movie form, but she's also been a huge part of the EU. Hmm. You got crickets because you can't talk about EU. <laughs> no, it's not that you can't talk about EU. You're talking about Kathleen Kennedy. She's producing it. Yeah, which I'm really excited about because she's going to put up the money to make this thing fucking work. Yeah, that's. I mean, but here's okay. Here's my. Here's she's my got a lot of good stuff behind her, but again, for most Star Wars movies, when you're a producer, it means you're putting up money. You don't actually do anything with the movie. Well, I think she's going to be a little bit more involved in it this time. This is this is one of those things where... I don't know. She's running Lucasfilm now, so she's got a lot of other stuff on her plate. She does, but you're not <laughs> going to tell me that Jones? this is not... You're, you're going to tell me that this is not the foremost number one thing on her plate right now? Coming out yes. of Lucasfilm? Coming they out have of Lucasfilm. Two more Indiana Jones this is coming. Coming. That doesn't matter. This is their this flagship This is pretty huge movie. for them and Disney. 
this is their flagship movie, not only as a Star Wars franchise, but as a Lucasfilm-Disney merger. If they screw this up, they lose a huge fan base. They're gonna make. We are the ones who are gonna win on this movie. I'm telling you that right now. Yes, but they also have. You, you know, they have. I think it's six movies lined up through 2018. Yes, three main plot stories, three offshoots. Boba Fett. Yes. I think Han Solo is going to be one, and then there's going to be another one. Han Solo is rumored to be one. Rumored to be one. There's also a rumor to be a Yoda one. Oh, so that's the third one. That's that's a rumor. Well, but still, Boba Fett's the only one that they've really semi-confirmed. Yeah, but let's face it: this is one of those situations where the fans win over all. Really, unless Disney, unless Disney does what Disney does best and says "fuck you," we're going to do it our way. No, I don't think so. With all these people involved in it, no, Disney's just a backer. No, they're making money one way or the other. And you know why I say that is because they're getting away with the Marvel franchise like a bat out of hell. They're seeing how the Avengers did. They're seeing how Captain America Two has done. Mm-hmm. Now, Captain America Two is their first movie under the Disney banner. Avengers wasn't under Disney yet. Nope, it's under the Marvel banner. Exactly. Look how dark and awesome Captain America 2 was. You think that this is not going to be any better? Dude, I got another thing coming to you, man. This Disney's just sitting back, and they're just saying, I'm pulling my dick out, putting it on the table, and wiping it off with $1,000 bills. They've got enough money right now to bring Walt Disney back from cryo-freeze. Only because this movie is going to fucking success like there is no tomorrow. I'm telling you right now. We are going to probably see exactly what we want to see in this movie and all the Marvel movies that are going to follow it. They'd be stupid not to. They'd be completely stupid not to. Because these movies aren't going to be some groundbreaking thing. They just need to be entertaining to the majority. Exactly. We'll see. Uh, Again, it depends on what kind of storyline he goes with. That's what I mean. If if you're talking about the the Boba Fett offshoots and all that stuff, I think they're going to focus on the other categories, like... Smugglers, bounty hunters, that type of portion of the Probably no, this could be the return of Jar Jar Binks. Star Wars Episode 7, the return of Jar Jar Binks. Hopefully he's in a fucking meat patty form. (laughs) Um, But no, but well, you got to think of it this way, though. This is their flagship movie. There is none higher. Sucker MCs, they're going to call me sire on this one. Um, And I don't mean that to be sarcastic. I'm I'm... Bringing it to you honestly, because being Captain America, the first movie under Marvel and Disney's banner, made it's fucking a phenomenal movie, and it just keeps doing better every week and every week. This is the merger between Disney and Lucas. There is none greater than this. Fucking Paramount Pictures can't even touch this. Yeah, Nothing but there's also there's also not a harder fan base to please either. Well, exactly. That's the thing. J.J. Abrams is a fan himself, and I know that he's going to do this justice. I absolutely know it. And I have one hundred percent confidence in everyone sitting around this table, and everyone who's behind the scenes. On and this first episode is going to focus on answering a lot of questions. What's happened in that too. time span between? Jedi and now, how has the Republic changed? Oh, there's got to be a how, big backstory. How yeah. small is the Empire? What is going on? What is this new Sith Lord's mm-hmm. deal? Where does he come from? Exactly. It's probably not going to be the most epic thing in the world, but it's going to be a lot of character build and story build for the other two. That's why the second one will be probably be the most successful. 
Quite possibly. No, you're right. Because if they follow the formula that the original though. trilogy did. They've got to tell the story, like you, like you just said, they've got to tell the story between Battle of Endor and now. Because I want to know what happened. There's 30 after years this. gap. 30 fucking years. Now, now here's the other thing. Do you think at some point they show how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit to set up for the other stuff? Ooh, it's entirely possible. Depends on if yeah. the Boba Fett movie is a prequel movie or if it's an after movie. I think I it think, might actually be after. I, I don't think, think a majority of people would want to see how he gets out of the Sarlacc pit and what happens after because those they stories... They might go prequel that way, but not We've seen enough with, with, the, with the original, or not the original, but the, the newer episodes of Boba Fett. Yeah, and where he got to where he is and his mental issues and all that stuff with his father having his head chopped off by a purple lightsaber. <laughs> I mean, get this motherfucking head off this motherfucking shoulders, yeah. <laughs> bitch. I don't understand. Isn't Star Wars is based on books, aren't they? Well, no, the originals no. were. The originals were actually a radio drama. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Everything they come up at this point is just pure conjecture. Just pure fabrication. Yeah, so they can remake it to however they need it to. That's why. That's also probably why they go away from the EU. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of shit that happens in the EU. The thing about there's it is, you got a lot of weird races and stuff that go on with that stuff, and a lot of crazy offshoot stories, and that's not really Disney style to follow all that stuff. No, but the problem with that is you completely negate the guy who created the entire possibility of having a universe beyond the movies. That's just a the guy's man, the story, man who created the EU. Yes, but yes, but that was a story that was worked on with and approved by George Lucas. So I personally did not as, enjoy that trilogy. As far as canon goes, it's something that's got the stamp of approval from the guy who created the universe. Well, then you can bring in the other argument, though. Granted, yes, he is the one who created the universe, but he could do whatever he wants with it. Yes, so but that's the only is... trilogy he's ever acknowledged. That's the only thing in the EU he's ever officially acknowledged. Yeah. Everything else he says, I don't care. It's people out of their sandbox, they have their own stories. That's the only trilogy he's officially acknowledged. Well, I have 100% confidence in this. I look I... forward to watching it, and... That's it. I mean, it's. I'm not going to judge it any more than that. Well, it's because we it's yeah, more Star Wars. I'm happy yeah. with it. Yeah, exactly. Any yeah. Star Wars bit, I'm good with. You know, um, even let's admit. Okay, let's 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 just throw this out on the table. When Episode One came out, dude, that was the biggest thing, man. Oh, there yeah. was no Star Wars for what ten years. I waited more? outside the theater for it. Yeah, I did too. And you know yep. what? When it came out, oh man, that was fucking cool. Did you see the, did you see the double bladed lightsabers? That guy had horns. That Jedi had fucking horns. And then when episode two came out, episode one was shit. You wouldn't like Jar Jar. I know you don't like Jar Jar. I fucking hate Jar Jar. <laughs> I could but care less about Jar Jar. Even though I say, doesn't matter to me either way. No, I mean, I mean, entertaining you. Even that. though, as much as I say, we don't want to recognize episode one as being an uh, an option for the Star Wars universe. Yeah. It is. Okay? It is. I watch all six of them in a row every time. Exactly. I don't I will do the exact same thing. Anything as much Star, as Wars Star Wars is Star Wars, I'm good. I'm going to do it. You know? But this one here, I don't think they're going to focus so much on smugglers and everything like that. If they did, I think it would be a mistake. Because, they yes. They would do that in a TV show. The, yeah. That's, that's I think they're going to set up stories for that, though. Yeah, well, they, which is very well like possible. The first one seems like it would be... 
logical for them to expand the universe away from sure. Jedi's. Yeah, I, I and agree. the Force just to kind of expand the universe on their own since they're coming up with their own thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I really don't think Harrison Ford's going to be wielding a lightsaber mm-hmm. or using. No, the I don't force. think he'll be wielding a lightsaber. But I don't think he's going to be anything crazy. History like and he could have a history of some sort of Force user. He, yeah, in his past. Well, in well, obviously we can't say it now because it's the EU, but. His children, obviously, with Princess Leia, were force sensitive. They weren't. Full but he force, didn't but say that. It doesn't say that they don't acknowledge the lore behind what Han Solo has been in the past before. Well, it's at this at this stage of the game, it's pure conjecture. So we can't. There's no. There's nothing that we say now that's going to be a hundred percent true next year. If you tell me that Han Solo uses the force. I want to stab my ears out. I don't think, no, I don't think that's even a possibility. The most, no. That is the most dumb concept of ever. His can, kids, I can believe, using the Force because mm-hmm. Leia's Force-sensitive. Yeah. Right, exactly. I can see if he was Force... How should I say this? Um, Force-sensitive. He's really. not. In, but, in any case, he's a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> but still, there are people out there who can't physically, manifestly use the Force, but who are sensitive to it to know when it's around. Because, let's face it, Han Solo no, has, you don't has mix smuggler instincts. No, because you, you go back to hokey stuff. religions. Yeah. He's not sensitive to it. He's he's not doesn't, into he doesn't stuff. feel any of it. He just thinks it's a hokey religion. But do you think that's going to be... He's straight up... No. I think I think because that he if they explore it, his past, it. it could be his father or grandfather or something was force sensitive. Well, what do you think instincts are? It's like a sixth sense. That's not midi chlorians. Mm, we don't know. I mean, at this point, they can write anything they want. I think you're stretching thin with that. It won't have yeah, anything to do with it. I think you're stretching really thin. He's a shoot first kind of guy. That's just how it is. It's not. It's not going to be anything force with him. I don't see that no. happening. His kids probably. Oh, yeah. I, I don't see it either. I just kind of think it would be kind of a cool. I think thing his. I think his enough. kids will be the new crop of Jedi. I'm mm-hmm. sure that they will. Mar, you know, and and they're gonna have to bring Luke Skywalker's kids into it too with Mara Jade. And if they acknowledge Mara Jade, Mara Jade is a you. I know. Hopefully they do. I mean, here's and and this is coming from you know a lot of the video games too. Let's bring Dash uh, Dash Rendar out. You know, let's get the let's <laughs> wow. get the outrider out there. You know, he's with uh, Jury right now, according to comic books. He's with what? Jury that uh, Jury. that uh, alien or uh, the android? She's our uh, female android bodyguard. Is she the one that flies the black crow? No, no, she's the assassin. That ship was sweet, wasn't it? Awesome. I love. She's the, black the assassin. Crow. She's the enforcer assassin droid that he sends out. Oh, really? She's yeah, a specially right. programmed pleasure bot. To, uh, that was, that was <laughs> pleasure programmed, bot. That was programmed <laughs> with all that plus all the assassin knowledge. She was programmed with I dick in mind. <laughs> yeah, and she ends up back with Dash Rendar uh, after, like, I guess, almost like redoing her programming because she's got like a a true AI. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the cutscenes from Dark Forces too. <laughs> Put into the episode seven. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> they were awesome. cool at the time they came out, not anymore. I don't think they include anything yeah, of that kind I, of nature. Oh, you know, I'm sure that they won't. This is a complete reboot. I mean, not a reboot, but this is a complete. It's a handoff. Uh, though, yeah, from one though, movie to another. Like I did say between. before, 
Dark Forces 2 was the first game to introduce a Sith Lord that got cut in half and survived. Yeah, agreed. Uh, here's, agreed. Here's the other thing. Do they... Did they say they were going to keep the original cast for all three movies? Not yet. Just no, the first one for sure right, right now. See, that in itself could say they do the first movie and <sighs> cut out a few of them. I bet you nothing, though. With all these people sitting around like this, I can almost guarantee you that all of them are contracted for all three. Why would they not be? It's fucking Star Wars. Yeah. And at least he, is, at they're least not in it for the money, appearances. dude. They have no. Some of these guys, like Harrison Ford, would love to just sit on his ranch. At He's least, doing these things yeah, to appease the fans. At least as guest appearances in the, in the other movies. I can. Well, but see, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher are a little bit different story. Mark I Hamill think, has nothing else other than voiceover stuff to do. Yeah, but his voiceover stuff is immensely yes, successful. It's fantastic. Yes, it is. But you know how many shows he's successful. on in a day? Yeah, he's yeah. got like seven shows every single day that he's on. He gets oh, yeah. fucking paid for all of them. Like, it, yeah. it's, it, Mark Hamill is a god. Carrie Fisher's got nothing else going for her. She's got nothing else going for But no. she doesn't need to. But here's the thing. You know that they're going to focus she's crazy. on... crazy. <laughs> you know that they're going to focus on the young talent that they're going to bring in for this movie. Yes. Yes, granted, Harrison Ford's going to have a big role, and we're really excited to see what that's going to be. Obviously, it's going to go up against smuggler rights. But at the same time, how are you going to place these older characters without overextending their character? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there'll be more so of... Many, well, suppose more they're of supposed an, to be background characters, and yeah. the story focuses on the new young crop. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. The, I, who knows? They may have signed a three deal, a three movie deal. I get, well, I get the feeling Han Solo is going to be more of a admiral type character. Probably. Like he was an yeah. Ender's Game, or that general, type of thing, that type of Ender's situation. Game was awesome. It was. But that's the thing is they might be exploring his past. It might be something something from his past comes up. I and think the only past right. they're going to talk about is the between period. Yeah, that's the only past that they can go to at this point. But it because, could be something that happened in that point with him. But then they might. Why would they might go briefly flashback to what that event was in the beginning? Because right now they're I don't telling think a whole they'll do new flashbacks story. because they can't do a flashback because the guys are too old. Well, that's well, what I'm saying. I don't if, think if it's a flashback. different actor, they could, and then they could do a different series or something. But here's the that. thing: there's no other actors for them to fall back on. Everyone no. else here is new except for three fucking characters. That's what I mean. Yeah. So if, say they wanted to do a series about Han Solo, or they wanted to do a separate movie about Han Solo in previous years when he was part of the Empire and then he left and became a smuggler and all that kind of stuff, they don't need to have Harrison Ford for that. Well, I mean, they, obviously they felt that his story was well enough to keep him in, at least for this movie, and have a big impact on it. Yeah. So I think they're going to wrap up the between period in a pretty bow and then start in a, the second that's one. That's what I'm and hoping. a big role that's could exactly be you just see him more than the rest of the characters. That could very well. He might have 30 minutes more screen time. Yeah. I can see Mark Hamill being more involved in the other three films. He's just going to walk around in a dark robe and say things like, you just behind his desk. Yeah. Like I said, if he's going to be a grandmaster in this, he's just going to walk around in a robe and dispense Jedi platitudes. Well, all right. Well, we're going to find out a little bit more on this as it comes out. Huh? John Williams is back. Yes, I am very excited for that. Let's hope he doesn't stroke out on the podium. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but he, dude, he's old, man. He's getting old. He's getting up there in age, and he's been having problems lately. So let's hope he doesn't stroke out on the podium. Um, dark. So, very dark. 
Yes, I know it's very dark, and I'm sorry, but let's just face it. Like we said earlier, you know, Kenny Baker is back to do R two D two. I dude, I don't know if he's gonna survive, man. I mean, when I got his autograph, fucking ten years ago at a comic con, he was shaky and sick as it was, man. And if you've never seen Kenny Baker before, you could fit this poor guy in your pocket. He is so tiny. He is so tiny. He's he's a pretty cool guy. They come up with some. I don't yeah. think they really need anybody in that can. Well, I at mean, look point, at episode three. They didn't point. even put him in there. They used him CG through the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. So episode two, he was in there, but episode three, he wasn't. So, I wonder if the new Star Wars R two will get his uh, leg rockets back. Oh God, I hope not. That was one of the fucking most ridiculous things I've ever seen on R two. I, I hated liked it all the way through the Clone Wars. I, know, I, I loved hated it. it. I liked it. I, hated I it. loved it. I thought that was awesome. He's such I was a mobile character. In the I know. Other old well, he's a here's tin can. In the original I'm, three, you know how much better he would have been with leg yeah, rockets. Yeah, he could go upstairs. I'm and old stuff. school. I like, oh, like non rockets too. That's how an astronaut gets around because the original one kind of just hobbled around and fell over. <laughs> Which I like. That was the whole point of R two. Yeah, it was a kind of relief ish. Come on, no. that's a- All right, well, we'll we'll discuss that in the Dude, next podcast. We're yeah. we're starting to get way over on time here. She just did the whole um, thing of this. So, but here, this is uh, getting back to our uh, episode six giveaway. Our Transformers trivia question was: Who is a better leader of the Autobots? Was it Ultra Magnus or was it Optimus Prime? Does anybody care to shed some light on this? I say Optimus Prime. Creek, 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 creek. Is there? <laughs> insert, know, insert there crickets here. One leader. <laughs> insert crickets here. Well, uh, Jasper E. of Tulsa, Oklahoma, writes in Ultra Magnus only because he's got a bigger dick. <laughs> I, I mean, that was straight and to the point. Uh, how could you, how could you bar- barter with that? It you seems know? legit to me. So yes, Jasper, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be getting a cool little Transformers giveaway. So, um, but as opposed to right now, we're running out of time, so we're gonna wrap this up. So please send us your feedback. Um, shoot us an email. Go to www.geeksamok.com. That's G-E-E-K-S-A-M-O-K.com. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Geeksamok, all one word. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook slash Geeksamok. We're also on Stitcher. And uh, but definitely go to our website. Give us your feedback. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, I'm I'm all set for right now. Does anybody else want to toss anything in? Joe, you got any final words for being our awesome guest today? Thank you for having me. That's no dude. Problem. We're gonna have you back so bad. I, I love I love this. This is awesome. Anyway, Anytime. Jerk you off under the table next time, <laughs> so you can sit next to me. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I told you to sit over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. This so is a nice far spot. Over there? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's going to do it for us for, what is it? May the 4th be with you. Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day. Yay. My name is Frank. Rob. Leroy. Joe. Peace out, ninjas. Good night. Good night.